the thing is here. All right. Well, I've clicked record. So let this session of the working on a council begin. Michelle, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, it's a council. It's like a war council. It's like a collective. Uh, we've got them all, baby. My name is Michelle Perez. Uh, you may know me from online. I'm a user of online. I'm joined as always by a constellation of buddies. Uh, today we have my buddy Jake, my buddy Ruben. Yep. Uh, uh, my, our buddy Eliza is fine and okay and doing normal. And Twitter recently zapped her via DCMA abuse. And I think it's fucking dog shit. I hate it. I think it isn't cool or enjoyable. Uh, but uh, Eliza is unkillable and uh, hopefully will be returning quite soon. And uh, that's what's up, i.e. that. Uh, how are uh, my fellow podcasting uh, buddies? How are you guys doing today? I like dog shit. Mm, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. We're not going to uh, give you a lot to work with. <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like shit. I've been chilling like shit for a month. It's not getting better. Oh, um, I bought a gun. I bought a yeah. gun. I feel like shit. I'm holding the gun in my hand. Uh oh. Wait, right. Ruben. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Ruben. no. Ruben. Put the gun down. Ruben, please do not. Down. Ruben, please don't desk pop on the podcast. Don't desk pop. Please do not Quick desk pop. pop. On the podcast. No, no, please, no. Every time someone every time someone desk. jokes about the desk please pop, do not desk they pop. actually do a desk pop. So don't do not I shoot the table. I, I, been have, I have a feeling we cool. will be hearing quite a few uh click clacks from Ruben these days. I had a, a, a the the roommate before in in this place would always try to like carry on regular conversations with me. Uh consistently while cleaning maintaining and like assembling and disassembling her glock and so a lot of the time she'd be like so did you see that new movie and like uh it was just like you gotta stop fucking doing that I mean, it just sounds like at the end of this conversation one of us is uh going to live and the other of us is going to die yeah, yeah. Shells into your I dinner. think she was. I think she was practicing to kill you, Michelle. Well, fucking mission failed. She's <laughs> doing. She she's since moved out. Uh, my current roommate is great. Uh, we did our Fortnite episode last week, and I, I had I had to think. I had to say something about this. I had to think about this, and I'll I'll make it short and sweet, since the joke is that I'm an old man rambling. Uh, so I think. Uh, with how often everyone has been working, uh, and especially now lately, uh, it, it's next to impossible to talk to any friends that aren't in college that don't have upwards of two jobs. Uh, recently, I had went on vacation. Uh, and, you know, vacation for you or me looks different. I, I had like something of a bender uh, for a week in Baltimore. I, I met some old friends. 
uh, I had a lot of sex. I did a lot of drugs and drank a lot of alcohol. It was fantastic. And, you know, we recorded an app and did the thing about uh, Fortnite. And I thought, you know, like, honestly, I, I feel like if there's something about uh, America that I don't like, it's that like the vacation is thought of as sort of a luxury as opposed to a sort of a release that someone needs in which to, you know, not go ape shit. I can't think of how many violent altercations or, or acts of crime or uh, self-destruction that uh, may have been prevented if like you you. You know, I don't mean to be uncouth here, but like if you if you if you just got some pussy and 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 got high for four days, like I think a, I think a better way to say that with my shell might be if motherfuckers got a break every once in a while. If you were to get a break, if you got the boot off of your head for five fucking seconds, uh, then uh, maybe we wouldn't have as much day to day conflict as we have, but. Uh, you know, there's this constant culture of hustling and rubbing bone onto bone uh, until there's nothing left and you're just completely whittled down. And what I'd like to say is, you know, if you if, if you can fucking find that time for yourself in your life where you are not like uh, run ragged, uh, I, this is the first vacation I'd ever taken in my adult life. And I was still sort of working on my vacation. So I'm not even necessarily practicing what I'm preaching. It's just like, just, just being unfettered. Even if I'm doing the things I want to do, uh, it makes a world of difference. And like, uh, if you, if you, if anyone I, I know or, or who listens to this, if you have any opportunity to just fuck off for a few days with no repercussions, which I'm going to assume is a shrinking and shrinking pile. Uh, do it, do it, uh, feel no shame or, or fear or whatever. Just find time in your life to just waste time at some point or another, or, uh, you know, suffer the consequences. Like you, you have to, you'd need release. Like it's, it's the human condition and anyone that tells you different is a, a sociopath that wants to drink your blood like Dracula. On that note, uh, I'm joined today by uh, a, an artist collective uh, that I, I've known for, for quite some time, uh, <laughs> full, of, full, of, full of crazy characters. Uh, there, there are so many ghost fruits. There's so many of them. It's, it's like it's like iterations of Pokemon, like hype beast style Pokemon, iced out Gengars all the way. Um, and we are joined with quite a few of them, including uh, some 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 folks I know in my personal life who have also joined the collective over uh, years. Uh, their their output is is so difficult to describe. the The art styles are are disparate. And and also sort of esoteric, and and have a a sort of anti structure that I think some people make the mistake of of, of saying are lo-fi or this or that, where it's actually a very uh, specific decision <laughs> that they that that they make it look the way it has, and just for some uh, 
just for full disclosure, I've collaborated with these guys in the past with the with the Michelle Perez X Ghost Fruit Spider-Man, which was a lot of fun uh, that we we sort of did that in the past. It's like my desktop background uh, on any any work computer I have. Uh, where, uh, Michelle, I'm going yeah, to be a stickler. Yeah. Where might someone might where might someone find that? Is where that anywhere some, still? That, that, that's on uh, the that, that's on uh, memory serves the Ghost Fruits Tumblr. Uh, but very cool. Bef- before we get to that, let's introduce the Ghost Fruits, Jake. Uh, that's right. Or or a, a sampling, a, a, a taster's choice menu of, of fruits that are spectral. Please welcome uh, to the show. Please, Ghost please fruits. welcome to the show. Ghost Fruits. We, uh... Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, who's right. popping? Was that what I was supposed to? Yes. Come in on time? Yes. Please, God, right. please, please, God, stop her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was like a tremendous amount of fanfare. I've heard you do that for other people, and I was like certain that when it got around to like our thing, it would be like, yeah, I don't know. We found some niggas. Yeah, like, I, I, I maybe would choose some different words, but yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm. I. I. I have to. The job hey, has been given to me to chain everyone else together, and so I should probably get. Yes. Get, yes. Uh, Powell, say what's up. Holla if you hear me. Powell. Powell, remember to unmute your mic. Powell is dead now. Oh, no. Goddamn. All right. I, uh, I clicked on the chat window, sorry, and it won't let me uh, <laughs> do the space bar thing anymore on Powell. Hello. Oh, no. Well, this space is, bar tech is down. This is how the sausage Oh, wait, no, it works. We're good. I'm back. I can do it again. Okay, it's well, the I'm... taste of our power. Yeah, <laughs> Already mesmerized. Look I'm what we do. The app is destroyed. The app is destroyed. <laughs> Uh, Micah, what's up? You want to jump in? Let me get it. Yeah, hello. Hello. I'm Micah, a.k.a. uh, Sheeta on many platforms. I'm one of the nine iced out Gengars in uh, in Ghost Roots, (laughs) rubbing bone on bone as we do. (laughs) Lauren, let me hear it. Hey, what's up? It's me, Lauren. Uh, Lauren had the cleanest one. Fuck, yes. You might know me as Garbo Trash uh, here and there. Uh, Yeah, hi. Ah! welcome all <laughs> welcome all four of you yeah thank you uh so so you folks have been uh you folks have been at, at this for years uh i i'd seen you on tumblr like a little after wrapping up a comic of my own and uh, uh saw you sort of do uh francine also a member uh this was prior to her joining and uh, saw saw a lot of your earlier comics. Uh, one one was one in particular was with a character named Hammerwolf or some such. Oh yeah, I just thought was insane, and just Thank the you. structure of it, and the, and the, even the way the the onomatopoeias and stuff worked at the comic were just so interesting, and and the the color swatches and and the characterization and the the little dudes, you, you, uh, Ghost Fruits, if, if you've <laughs> ever seen their art. Absolutely strewn about with little guys and little yeah. dudes. Uh, the, the structure of the characters, wonderful stuff. Uh, just, just kind of like a brief Cliff Notes bio. Like, uh, when did you guys start? When did you form? And uh, you know, what's what's sort of your what's sort of your collective ethos? Um, fucking, I'm gonna hit this one if nobody else minds. I feel bad I've been talking as much as I have already, but I was like there. Hit it, baby. You said oh, two dude, things. To, to be clear, every you're here, you're here to talk. It's all right, man. 
Okay. It is a podcast. Right. It is a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, fucking, uh, I want to say like 2013, uh, technically, it's probably when we started, um, but that didn't. Uh, I don't think that a lot of the stuff we did took shape until maybe like like 2014 and then like uh, in the form that it's in now, probably like 15. Uh, it's kind of deliberately uh, amorphous because I feel like um, the only way for uh, collectives to like st- stay together for like a long time uh, is if they're like uh, allowed to sort of contort around what people need so uh we've moved at like a lot of different speeds and done a lot of different stuff uh to accommodate like uh everybody fucking um as far as like ethos and all that shit i feel like micah generally is better at like because i just like put lines down i just throw shit up i just got a lot of feelings that micah generally i feel like has done a better job of being able to like articulate verbally if you want to handle that half of the shit yeah tag in tag out yeah yeah it's much easier to talk about it structurally and then kind of extrapolate like kind of our whole operation uh off of it uh working as a collective as as steven mentioned it's it's more of a uh of tending a garden than it is working in a startup uh we're we're very i guess like sensitive to each other in the way that we don't have a set schedule until we figure out the thing that we want to do next uh we all came together not i'm not going to say entirely because of like you are the best at what you do but it's like you are the favorite thing of what you do uh and you're very fun to hang out with that's that's kind of like how each of us got kind of pulled in to the shit um and having kind of a holistic relationship based more on ability to gel in a personality sense than it is as like pure strong technical shit which i think is a mistake a lot of people make as far as like assembling teams um has allowed us to thrive the way that we do uh so talking about kind of like you know the modality i guess of how stuff comes together for me in my mind a lot of people bulk at the term but it uh from my understanding it's collage or you know it's composition in the way that there is nine of us uh and all of us work Uh, and I'm extremely grateful for this, in extremely different ways. Uh, And so what we end up with is kind of a framework for each of the things that we make that then gets added to with different assets each of us creates. We work to each other's strengths very well. uh, And then all of that gets kind of put together um, into one piece of art. And each of those is manifested in our zines. Right now, our current zine series is, uh, is called Enemy. Previously, we worked in a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different zines that are all uh, up on our gum road. There, <laughs> there are dozens. It's very funny to just see the, the the massive amount of stuff that's collected over the years. But that's what's nice about working with you know nine people is that we're always naturally making things, and all of that ends up collected. Um, a lot of the stuff that happens is from just hanging out and kind of. Uh, what some people have called inside jokes, where it's like, we'll just be sharing images we like or riffing about, I don't know, being working at a car wash or being a vizier to account. Uh, and then that gets flipped into into something in the future. Uh, so like I said, it, it's a very holistic experience. Um, but when somebody has a pitch for something that wants to get pulled out, we, we, we kind of put hands on it in the way that we feel uh, is most effective 
for what is needed. So the overall ethos, I would say, is that we are working to create an aesthetic experience that is pretty unique for the other stuff that's been going on, uh, at least in the uh, in the kind of internet and, and media that I've been exposed to recently uh, on the internet. Uh, and we're always striving to to do something new for each other because that's kind of the main thing that what it comes from. Because if we don't think it's hot for each other, then there's no point in doing it. Uh, and so our house style has kind of developed from us really being into what each other is doing. That's very well said. Um, you can tell homegirl went to school. Yeah, absolutely. Was, absolutely. And I want to emphasize for the listeners, if you if y'all are listening and you're not as familiar with Ghost Fruits and um, if you haven't looked up their stuff, um, it would be relevant to, to kind of look this up right now because what she does talking about is that it's a style that is very uh, <laughs> like like I feel like could only the, the, the style I've seen from Ghost Fruits and the reason I'm kind of cutting in here is because I was first exposed to y'all via Michelle's comic way back in the day, just seeing her post it. And um, the pages just kind of fucking blew my brain up for a second. Cause I was like, wait, what's going on here? Like, what is, what, like, wh- how are you making these? Cause it's this vibrant line work coupled with all this, as she just said, like, like, um, like collage aesthetic is everywhere. And I was wondering if that was appropriate or not, because, you know, I think that visually that actually does show up quite a bit in your work. Just, I, I, you know, I, I, I would, I could imagine if this wasn't a digital product, the cutting and pasting of many different types of material to go into this, it gives that sort of a vibe digitally. Completely. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and one thing that makes it more cohesive is the ability to flip each of the assets that we contribute into something that ends up as a, as a, I don't know, a cohesive whole. And that is as far as like each of our roles in this, because I feel like we do have specializations is uh, Steven and his ability to produce. Um, he's a very adept visual producer. I think his taste and ability to see the core of what each of us is doing um, and understand how to direct each of us into kind of the appropriate channels for each thing that needs to happen um, is a huge part of how this comes together. Uh, and I feel like we each kind of have that sensibility, but he's been the, the main one kind of instrumentalizing each of us uh, to create, you know, for each issue of Enemy and, and, you know, for zines in the past, stuff that is um, overall more cohesive than, you know, just us straight throwing our assets all together on one page and calling it good. Right, right. And also to, to be clear, like y'all are making uh, like comics at the end of the day for a lot of the, the a, a, a big chunk of this material. Um, and in a way that I just really haven't seen done quite as cool previously. Like, uh, and I'm a fucking nerd who reads a lot of comics. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, just to just jump in, like I, I, I've seen collage style comic art in the past and the interesting thing about what your output to me is, I, Jake, you remember Batman Digital Justice? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you, if you thumb through any of the stuff that I threw up in chat of uh, some of these images and the way that the collage style works, it's like if, if someone made a stylized version of that very, it's the Batman Digital Justice, just as a quick aside, is a very, very interesting and funny but ultimately hyper jank batman comic that is interesting for the fact that it basically uh is acid drip batman and 
it's very atypical of of sort of traditional you're, batman shit you're, you're burying the lead it was the it was one of the first comic books that was like produced entirely on a computer that's yes, why it was called batman digital justice and that's why it is made of really weird pixelated computer art if you go look at it yeah however yeah um what's cool about i mean what what i see in the ghost fruit stuff is like an integration of 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 line drawing right of just drawing like doodling doodle yes drawing almost like very simplized stuff on top of the collage like imagine if if batman digital justice uh i don't know was like infected by batmite or something like that to, to, yeah. pull, to pull a weird one out of the hat that only three people will get yeah yeah the 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 there's this one page we're looking at right now where basically we have a character talking about uh, breeding special hounds, the rare, expensive, malicious. They're all unique. They all have individual personality and fur patterns. They make plans. And then it goes through and it does like little character sheet write-ups of these uh, CGI digitally rendered little guys. Randall, you got Marquez from 999 to 799 to Kendall and of course who could forget Melon and they're all they're all incredible looking little guys it's 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 super it's super engaging it's it's a visual treat and like for the most part it's very difficult describing a ghost fruits comic but like you know the the experience you're sort of in for that sense of humor that 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 uh that that it's one of the few instances where even if you have visual points of reference, it feels like you're uh, engaging with something new, which is very difficult nowadays. I think it was why even like I, I as soon as you guys said yes, it was like one of the fastest scripts I ever wrote. Uh, we didn't really have a lot of back and forth on it. It was really cool. Uh, you guys also do uh, clothing memory serves, yes? Like you've done yeah, some limited clothing? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Mega. I, uh, I would say about yeah. neck and neck with the other things that we've put out. Yeah. Uh, it's That aesthetic is very interesting. It's like almost dirt biker outfits meets <laughs> meets like, I don't know people that hunt other hype beasts and then sell their hype beast skins and furs for coin. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the thing that both of them have like uh, in common um, is like uh, for me as like the person arranging it. And like, I don't know, I think the way that Mike had like described me like a minute ago, like gives me like a uh, more credit than is like, uh, like fair. And uh -huh. like, ah, uh, uh, well, it's like, the thing is like, it's not as if like, it's not this like big fucking grandiose like Steve Jobs kind of thing where it's like, oh, and I'll put it's, I just want shit to be loud and I'll steal like a shirt that someone makes and it like feels like normal mostly. Like most shirts I see are like normal. Um, and then I like, I don't know, I feel like if you just keep making the shirt, like if you just don't stop and if you just don't stop making the page of comics, then it's like you end up with something that's like layered with all this extra shit it's like all fucked up and and big and crazy and that's kind of how i want um everything to be that's kind of how i want like the world that i live in to be um and like so like yeah i mean for clothing 
uh, for a long time, we were limited by like print on demand stuff. And like, now that we're getting out of that, uh, there's like a way higher ability to like, uh, try and make shit. That's like, uh, those like Bosozoku suits and shit, like where it's like a big full body yellow camo thing. And it's got fucking like letters all up and down the back of it and shit, like all whatever. It's like, I don't know. I feel like should make, make a, um, uh, uh, whatever print you want of an Adidas tracksuit rip off Adidas tracksuit. I have been trying so fucking hard to get tracksuits made and it's like Hell so yeah. difficult to do. Uh, I bet actually, like... that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I fucking, I want well, to. I'm glad to know. It, it warms my heart that y'all are trying. <laughs> yeah. I fuck. I want to make, every, like, I feel like, I don't know. We've made a lot of comics and I guess like ostensibly as a result, just, I feel like if you make thousands of pages or something, that's, I guess, ostensibly your main thing, but it's like, I don't know. I think that's mostly just because they're free to make and they're not that hard once you kind of like get even like mid-level good at it. And so uh, it's like easy to like put a lot of them out and like use that to like build like your skill set at working with a bunch of people. But it's like, I fucking, I am stoked for us to like get the kind of breath that we need to like, I, I would make clothes full fucking time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, Cause that's the other thing is like at this point, like enough people are in the thing that are like multidisciplined or whatever that it's like kind of it's like not impossible for us to make most shit kind of like lauren's whole thing is entirely divorced from like theoretically being useful to comics unless you make them in a freak way uh and right uh, we have and that has been her involvement in it and i think that they come out tighter as a result I think a problem with comics in general and not to just be fucking, again, I know that I'm just, and this is, I feel fucked up because I hear other people say this on your show and you're always like, no, it's fine, just go. It still feels bad <laughs> in the moment. It's but good, man. I, I think a problem with a lot of uh, comics stuff as someone who like was a kid and like read like a lot of it, like as fuck, like was like super, like that was my shit when yeah. I was a child is that uh, I think a lot of those guys don't have other influences or tastes or like wants for things like outside of comics like oh, yeah. a lot of those dudes like don't listen to music like yeah. that sounds insane but like they li- they just don't listen to songs i and, i know what you mean a hundred percent because i grew up very nerdy and then at a certain point in my life i started getting into some other stuff and what i realized in every little community that i went to for the most part if i was if i was at a metal show if i was at a comic convention you know, if I was at a fucking magic tournament, I realized that most of the people there are not doing all of those things at once. Like I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean, like they yeah, were, hella. it was much more centered on like, Oh, that was their thing. And their only thing. And that's, they could, they get their whole life. I get that. With, I a hundred percent know what you mean when you're talking about comics. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that like to make shit that that's crazy. I don't think we're pulling off some like fucking insane maneuver. I think it's just as easy as like, allow yourself like influence and passion for anything that isn't like a very narrow like incestuous sort of cycle of like this very one type of art with these one type like it's i don't think it's like i don't think we're like that smart really right right yeah no i think i think i mean i think you're right that it's very simple and i I think i think other i think other people it's just very um you know there's a lot of people out there that just don't think that hard about it yeah yeah, I mean, no smoke. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of comics people and like a lot of, uh, like, and sometimes like in group chats or whatever. But for, 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 
for better or worse, there are some people that are just like super partialist about it, where like they just live and breathe comics. Like there's always a certain type of really cool out there artist that only fucks with European comics or a manga, uh, but like is maybe completely ignorant of like popular music or this or that. And sometimes that has interesting outcomes, but yeah, uh, a, a great deal of the time, a lot of, a lot of people that just sort of either stay immersed in like an idealized past or an idealized uh, way of thinking about form. They, they do like deeply corny shit, but they, they sort of get uh, reaffirmed within those circles. This is not, this is not necessarily smoke, but this is, well, no, no, this is smoke, but it's like very mid smoke. Uh, there's like a, like a certain type of like, uh, <laughs> like vice comics, fantagraphic sort of fucking yeah brain trust where comics, where comics for people that don't like a lot of comics is what yeah, i said yeah the comic comics for people that are like and they they, they like to, to think of themselves as like the prestige version of comics we're doing the real comics and it's just it's just uh it's just very self-indulgent in in the ways where you're self-indulgent but you're like fucking self-indulgent on diet mountain dew it's it's fucking infuriating because yeah i mean this is literally just my opinion and it just came to me as michelle was talking but like it's so funny to me how like the pages y'all put out on the internet and i truly like haven't even looked at that many of them you know i'm i'm not like super well versed but i can stare at like five ghost fruits pages and say they kick the shit out of like 90 percent of the things i'd see at a local press uh like a small press expo near me because it would all be bad sad person indie comics <laughs> oh oh i i'd say that again say, huge mm. disclaimer just my opinion just yeah, big, yeah, no. big fat imho no no everyone hates everyone is, <laughs> is what i've observed passively like, like the guys that are all trying to do Simon Hanselman's thing, or <laughs> yeah, or I yes. think the most egregious example is like Burliak. Uh, Jesus, yeah, anytime I see Burliak, I just make a big fucking jack off motion in the air. It's just like, hey, congrats, man, you read manga, great, you can draw fucked up foreheads, good job. Uh, I really want to know what you think about other people's output. Why aren't the heads big enough? Why aren't they fucked up enough? Who fucking cares? Uh, in, in terms of that, uh, I, I think I think of the output here, and it's just like, no, 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 new, new, constantly. Give give me give me things I don't recognize. It's all things you don't recognize, and like the colors, Jesus Christ. It's like not illegal to have color in things. Truly, truly, highest compliment I can give. Where I remember seeing those Spider-Man pages. And I was truly, I was literally like, I ain't never seen no fucking thing like this before, which I don't say too often when I look at comic books. Um, I usually say, oh, this looks like something I already know about. And to just see that exposed uh, in that little, um, that was my first, like, see, like, that was the first thing I saw in y'all's style, let's say, was Michelle's Spider-Man comic she did with y'all. It was very um, eye-opening to, oh, there's a world out there of people making shit that I'm definitely still not a part of, or not, not, like, not like privy to, and I'm very happy I just found out about it, so to speak. 
I fucking thank you, dog. Jesus. Yeah, that's I, high, highly complimentary. Really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm you. a, yeah, no, for real. Like I'm a, I don't know. Like it matters to me when stuff stands out because otherwise I wouldn't be a snob, I guess. So like, I definitely, I definitely think this is like what Michelle said, where it's like, I can only describe what I'm seeing as fresh and new and uh, it's pretty fucking cool. And in a way, you know, like in a way, like, I don't like again, like the only thing I can even think back to is not is not necessarily new, but like Kirby used to do collage shit. And like I really haven't seen many other people do good collage plus actual drawn art shit in comic books, uh even since since New Gods and all that weird shit he did. Well, and, I mean, that's I don't know. There it, it's you know, there's like there's people like Steranko. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which true. is which is true, true. coming out of the I same have, the I same am, thing. That's a very, it's, it's a very good uh, parallel to bring up. Yeah, and, and I would say that honestly, the the late era Kirby collage type stuff probably wouldn't honestly exist without Stranko's work. Uh, That's with agent, of, you know, Nick Fury and stuff like that. Absolutely. So yeah, like just that vibe of of that's the only thing. Like it's you're absolutely right to bring Stranko up first. Like that is like some of the only stuff I can think of that's not exactly the same as y'all stuff, obviously, but that could even be considered like you know, aesthetically comparable, I guess, in a good way. I, um, I think the, the problem I run into a lot of the time when I try and uh, talk about it to people is that a lot of those decisions, like, uh, I hadn't heard anybody describe it as collage until, like, uh, I listened to Micah trying to describe our stuff to other people, even, and I think that right. that's, uh, I think it's because I, my frame of reference for a lot of it, even though I know a lot of shit about comics, is not really, like, uh, from, that it's from like a like musical stuff which i i don't even do but it's like when when i decided that i wanted to like be an artist like in a collective rather than just me uh fucking like a uh, odd future was out at the time and it was a thing where like on a lot of those songs like dudes would just like show up and like do like a part of it and then like dip out um absolutely and that, yeah and that felt like uh what made sense to do if you're in a thing that has like 10 niggas in it. And I feel like, uh, like when I'm doing it, it's not a matter of like, literally like what I'm thinking uh, is just like, I will do like a page of the thing and it won't look that crazy. And then I'll like hit James and be like, yo, can you put like a bunch of like trees like back in this thing? Or can you just draw a bunch of trees in general and give them to me? And then he'll do that. And then that, it adds like this whole other flavor. I to mean, it. I mean, is it fit? I mean, you're, you're just, it's, it's posse cut comics, right? That's like the yeah. coolest shit. Like, Oh my God. Everyone, yeah. That's yeah, actually everyone's jumping in. Right. I just came into my yeah. head when you were talking. That is. Yeah. I have been trying to find a way to describe that for like ever. That is exactly what I need to do. I Dude, think. as soon as you said the odd future thing, it, it clicked. Cause I love a good posse cut where just everyone takes a verse and everyone gets to rap. And like, that's absolutely the vibe I get from y'all's comics too. I'm just like, Hey, everyone gets to, everyone gets to go in here. Oh, thank you, dog. Hey, that's, dog, that's that's what we're here for, baby. Yeah, I, I I think the I think the worst I ever felt was maybe on on the spider bag comic. Like James didn't get to like do enough or whatever. Where James is like, I guess one of the I I don't know if I'm gonna be completely honest to you. I do not <laughs> know who has stayed and left. I I think there's maybe one person I could think of off of the top of my head that like, like left. Two. All right, but so too, but so James, James still in the in the collective? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, James okay. is still here. Fucking yes, yeah. 
yeah fucking uh do oh i, uh, I was, I was gonna say to like oh sorry go uh, ahead I, I think we we're heading the same way do you want to list everyone in ghost roots right now yes yes yeah. <laughs> yes that was yes yeah. brimpo brimpo skimbo uh little daddy <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh little devil big, big tony, devil little tony god damn it Michelle. medium tony <laughs> literally right, stole my big little tony joke out from under right, sorry i mean you got them all so i yeah. all right yeah <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um yeah um it's me it's it's micah it's lauren it's powell um uh it's mango it's james it's talk it's b um I'm pretty sure it's nine, right? I always fuck this up. It's always uh, fucking somebody. There was, there was Francine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't say Francine. No, you didn't. I dare you. You didn't. You didn't hey, say wait, Francine. Wait, Lauren, who is I'm it? Sorry, big dog. Strike one. Wait, Lauren. My, uh, working on it, alumni uh, Francine witnessed the absurd. Oh, I was trying to get you to say my wife in a Borat voice, but well done. Oh, my wife. Hey, there it, is. there it is, folks. We love to see it. But yes, it is also Francine, who we have had on. So we have this yeah. is technically yes, yes. we have technically had five Ghost Roots members of the podcast yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dylan, like, Phil, we, we'll have to do part two later, man. Michelle <laughs> initially pitched having all of us come on at the same time because she thought it would be funny. Yeah, I um, uh, I I dealt with that with a lot of grace because I'm a, <laughs> I'm an absolute saint, but um, I I would have threatened her with violence if she was serious about it. <laughs> my my measure my measure of good collaboration or good friendship, et cetera, I think is like if someone says no to me and I don't immediately get mad or like they they are completely serious in their no, and I'm just like okay. I can't do this as a fucking bit. So fair enough. But on some level, on some base level, you know, in your hearts, heart of hearts that like, like 20 people trying to talk at once. Posse style would be hilarious, but I mean, probably absolute podcast poison. Well said. Yeah, I mean, you should listen to the comedy bang bang anniversary apps where they have like 11 or 12 guests. Scott Ackerman is like it's like he's laughing, but he's he's clearly the most like uh, occupied that he is in any of the episodes because he knows he has to get from one person to the fucking next to the fucking next to the fucking next. I would have liked um, if like he asked one question and then they all answered simultaneously. It's like an awful Eric Andre bit that's way too fucking long in the two. Okay, we're uh, gonna ask one question and all of you are gonna answer simultaneously. Okay, I'm um, ready. It, can't, it can't be a super. It can't be a super long question. So let's okay. just say, um, what is the what is what is the what is what is the what is your favorite thing to have for lunch? And all four of you, go. Uh, that'd be you know, a like I don't eat that much stuff. When I try and think about having food and it's not inside the window, mine went longer. I said something while they were talking. It's not my fault that their answer wasn't as long as mine. But oh, no. when I try and think about food, when I've already eaten food, I can't do it. So mine was going to be nothing, but then I didn't want to get in trouble. Got a follow-up question. question for Ghost Fruits? This Ghost Fruits, can you answer a question real quick? Yeah. All Ghost Fruits, uh, there are nine of you and you're all starving to death and you have to determine who to eat. Who do you all eat and then why? Real quick, if you could just sum that up in like 12 words or less. 
Uh, I sacrifice myself, I die. Whichever one is the biggest. That's so crazy because I was going to say. Name Martha. them, please name one. Please name a member. Everyone, please name it's, a member. It's Micah. It's it's Micah. I, guess Micah. I, think, I think Micah's already nominated herself. Yeah. And that's yeah, Micah, what I, was, I mean, it's, it's funny because Noble. I was just going to say Micah. Lauren tried to supersede <laughs> Micah's sacrifice to get me in particular. <laughs> You're like, no, I think we should the the would last the longest. It's high, it's oh. Highlander rule. Uh, like, like, think about it. If okay. you if you eat the biggest ghost fruit, then you become the biggest ghost fruit. So like there it <laughs> is. You get more food. It's that's the regenerating chocolate bar thing. That's you what they yeah, <laughs> Steven, that's what they tell you. That's what they tell you to try and get you on the on the on the cooking fire. Oh yeah, no, your soul will live on in me forever. Totally. Oh yeah. <laughs> and no. all eight of us will become yeah. the eight horcruxes. <laughs> It'll be great. Okay. Well, I just truthfully can't live without this... my conscience. So it's it's the coward's way out. We're gonna have this hanging over the rest of thank the you fucking for the... episode. Yeah, we're, thank... That's we're, gonna, been... we're gonna have another phone call after this. Y'all uh... <laughs> shit. we're adding a new bit. This has been Ruben's cannibalism minute. <laughs> I do think you should keep it. Uh, if this yeah. is, but I mean, we have to consider Titan logic as well, because what we if if Steven's the main primary Titan, and then we know that the death of the biggest Titan kills all other Titans, would the this, rest of Ghost Fruits similarly dissipate as a result? This all is... Lauren was trying to say was I was tall. That yeah. was it. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that there was a bunch of extra. I'm just taller than them. All right. There's no other lore. Okay, then. No. <laughs> what is Titan law? Did anyone, if anyone didn't finish Attack on Titan... Oh, uh, there it is. Oh, God boy. fucking damn it. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. I uh I support Palestine. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a whole deal. It's a whole deal. I'm what sorry, that's just not a very controversial thing to say in my house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's something of a close reading one can do with Attack on Titan where uh isolationist uh actions by the state may or may not reflect a specific state or country in the world oh uh, yeah no i mean it's it's pretty widely known right that the guy's a fascist sympathizer and that's why all the characters have german names eh, i mean yeah I'm not, I'm not litigating it but that is the scuttlebutt i've heard yeah and that the german characters one. are all super people that yeah and that's why they have like that's why they're always like doing the really um, like fidelity. Yeah, exactly. The invincible stuff. to the monsters of the world that have large noses. Yeah. Yep. And love gold. All right. I'm sorry. We were talking about something else before this. Into it too hard. This, no, this, no, yeah, this no. has been Ruben's Attack on Titan minute. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I was about to say no. No. That the, we were talking about cannibalism a moment ago. Uh, there we go. That's why. There it is. Disclaimer: there I'm not a Titan Titan fan. I was just told the ending and thought that was shit was wild. Mm. It's fucking real. I'm, I'm I'm nonplussed. I I I read I read everything. I read deeply deeply awful things. Not like not like like I have edge lord pretenses. It's just I I'm a big fan of understanding quite literally as much as humanly possible. But like when I engaged with attack on Titan, it was just kind of mid to me. I it was not, it didn't keep me, it didn't keep me hooked. Uh, yeah, it was whatever. Uh, but but yeah. I just mean from the perspective of like, tell me the exact, I saw the beginning eight years ago. Tell me exactly what happens at the end. And I was like, shut the fuck up. That's not real. Nope. We got to get away from that. <laughs> I forgot what I interrupted before cannibalism. 
what, what I would like to ask y'all is um, in terms of in terms of output, I do I do like that you you invoke the the collage style and also uh, the the way the collaborative process works. Um, in terms in terms of actual output, I think what's also very interesting is how fast your turnaround on output is. Uh, to to anyone at home listening, the, the comic book scripting process is is done in a variety of ways. My my personal view is that the writer, if there's a writer at all, and it's not just a comic slash uh, writer person and who does well in both disciplines, it's that the the comic writer should sort of adhere to a sort of screenplay internal visualization and then uh, bring that to reality while having the artists heighten their sensibilities and also say what doesn't work and what would make it pop. And uh, that, is, that is true collaboration. Uh, now with a massive system of artists uh, and the ability for one ghost fruit to just uh, do either color work or, or art assets and the color work in concert and that someone else can do CGI and, and do uh, dynamically employ text here or there, like, like, like kind of walk me through if, if, if we're not peeling back too much, like what is, what does a ghost fruits script look like? Is there even one or is it, yeah. how, do, how does the process go? Yeah, maybe more like how does a whole page come together? Excellent. Yes, Jake. Like, walk us through like one of your pages because I can't imagine what would get what gets like that 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 uh, comic uh, um, that segment from Enemy with those little dudes on sale. I think my should Micah should take this one. Ooh. Yeah, sure. So what'll happen a lot of the time is that Steve will, <laughs> will message me uh, when I'm at work or something said, hey, I have an idea. <laughs> and that's how, that's how it starts. Or, you know, anybody else. There's Pitches can come from anywhere. And it's, I think one of our strengths is that we all come from, uh, can kind of do, do it all, or we all feel confident enough to shoot ideas to each other. But um, as far as scripting goes, I think the main two writers is me and James. Uh, James has been doing it for a lot longer than I have. But uh, yeah, I would say um, like Steven is mostly the one who who gives me ideas is like, hey, can you script this out? And I say, yeah. So he'll give me big beats. Um, if there's a specific line of dialogue he wants, he'll list that out. Uh, but then from there, it's just trying to get from point A to point B. Uh, as far as like, um, I don't know, the uh, what I have in mind for scripting and for, for employing other people's hands, uh, the only time I have that in mind is when we do uh, a news bros page because it is kind of really specific the way those things come together. But as far as everything else, um, it, it's funny because there is, I have such, I mean, it's not just that I have so much confidence, but we all have a lot of confidence in each other. So I don't really think about limitations as far as like action or pacing or the way a panel layout is going to be. I'm just kind of going and I know that at the end, after getting so many hands on it, it's kind of kind of do whatever it does. And after my part is over, then then that was it. That was my stewardship over the project, and now now it is it is on to the next stewards. Um, and it it's it creates kind of a a feeling of I wouldn't say separation, 
from from the project, but just that, you know, I know when when my part is done and I absolutely enjoy the end part, but it's not like I have a, a sense of, of ownership of it after that. Uh, it's just kind of like enjoying what the surprise is going to be at the end. But there is kind of a convention as far as scripts go. You know, it is kind of a weird ad hoc screenplay type thing. Um, sometimes I try to figure envision what panel dialogue would go in one panel versus two panels and, and do line breaks like that. But um, yeah, maybe somebody can pick up what um, happens after you get the script back. As um, yeah, is it okay if I hop on? Hip. Yeah, fucking. Um, well, one thing uh, that I wanted to annotate uh, that Micah said is when she'll be like, yeah, like usually Steven hits me or whatever, but I get what, like um, what that usually is, is I'm like, getting that from someone else to begin with because it's hard uh it's it's kind of difficult for us to talk without something getting made by by accident so like I'll hang out with somebody and then like a thing will kind of form out of that and then they'll be like all right I want to can this be in like the like the next enemy thing I'll be like bet and then I will hit one of the two people who know how to take just like goop and turn it into like scripting and then they'll kind of do that to it i think that uh the best thing in three like uh the caterpillar soldier thing uh was formed off of like mm -hmm. no more information than like me and lauren uh were talking i was like lauren i want this is going to be your first book that you're in i want to do ones that are like you centric give me something give me something and then she was like ah but, ah they ah they want the good leads and i was like who wants who wants them and she was like ah cat they're like caterpillars that was it that was what we had and i brought that <laughs> shit to james and he wrote Man. all the rest of it and he filled in like oh and there's a lizard and they meet a lizard and comes whatever and the one guy goes in like all that shit was like the god did yeah, after right man that was so fun yeah, Lauren, Lauren, talk a little bit about that or about kind of your side of that. We were we were honestly just like hanging out and I think we were like trying to design some little guys like we were doing some back and forth and uh, yeah. I drew this like little lizard thing and you're like, oh, I fucking love that. It's so nasty. <laughs> Wait, so is that this, is that different than the little 3D dudes that y'all made on this enemy page? The, well, that, uh, came, that came later okay um, that's later okay so I, I i drew this little lizard thing and i like put a bunch of like these weird scales on it and steven like like thought they were like hair and he was like oh i love this fucked up weird hairy lizard thing and i was like fuck yeah i guess and he was like okay oh man oh, but, and, yeah we were just uh, we were just uh yeah, we were just going through little stuff like that, and there was maybe like six or seven little things, and yeah, it's just like he said, uh, we were just fucking throwing stuff at the wall, and uh, so uh, after that, like, he went away for a while, and then uh, like the next I saw that uh, he had like completely like aborted it, like I didn't even see the script part. And he was just like, hey, I redesigned the little caterpillar guys. Could you do a model of them? And I was like, fuck yeah. And um, so I primarily work in 3D. Uh, yeah, I was wanting to get to the modeling, like how you got from that to the modeling. Exactly, exactly. So again, usually I come in like way later and Steven will be like, yo, I need a model of this. 
or like a model of this and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I got this. I'm saying fuck yeah too much. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, we allow all fuck yes. Yeah, so. Uh, so you had to model this little dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's super cool. Uh, it's, somebody take over, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, no, well, no, like, everyone stare at her silently oh, too. Oh shit. No. Just fuck, a no. just a pregnant pause too. Everyone <laughs> everyone hand her the dark cap. That's what's up. Um, I don't know. I'm again, I feel like I'm taking too many of these. I don't want to be a dickhead and box nah. the rest of my niggas out of y'all, the plane, y'all, but... y'all are vibing. It's a good okay. vibe. Um Fucking, uh, the thing about the Caterpillar deal is, like, uh, it, uh, like, how a lot of them happen and, like, an easy way to form them um, that I think, I mean, I, I guess probably anybody could use, or I don't know if our brains are just, like, it balanced a certain way. But if you just, like, make, like, a, like a little, like, Digimon-looking fucking guy, and then you show that to someone, you're like, hey, what does this dude do? Like usually the answer that they give you is like you can you can spend like eight pages out of that probably and try. <laughs> that's how it happens pretty I like often. That. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much what happened there. Kind of the prompting of one another. I mean, it's like it's like a certain level of improv, right? Like you're just There's like a lot of free association. Someone, absolutely. Yeah, yes. putting, some, free putting someone else on the spot and being like, "Hey, what's this?" And then just riff, riffing with it. I can kind of talk about um, a current. Hell yeah. Piece that we're working on, which is pertinent to this particular topic. Um, there's, you know, a, a, there is like a, there is like a large bookend narrative for um, the enemy books. Um, there's a couple bookend narratives for the enemy books. You know, there's a lot of uh, occasionally intertwined storylines. The one that we're working on right now features the, um, the Cerberus farmer, breeder rather. Um, but uh we're also like using some characters that are mentioned in some other comics um that we've released already this is the first one that i'm working on uh in depth i did a couple panels for the piece about the minotaur um i drew a couple panels of the minotaur uh smashing his head into some rocks um but you know like there there is a certain degree of improv there is like steven will cook up a story idea right and then he'll pitch it to a couple people who are writers uh, you know, like talk to James, talk to Micah, talk to Talk, who will handle a lot of storyboarding and stuff. Talk to all the boards for this one, right? And then it gets passed on to whoever wants to do this thing, or like whoever Stephen asked if they want to do this thing. You know, Stephen asked me if I was um, down to do this, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to because that's it's got a guy that I really enjoy drawing in it. And um, and then we just have the board and. And we look at it and we uh, we just do some translations and we do so we just um, chew through the translations until it's done. Uh, fortunately for us now, part of the reason why I moved up here is to uh, live in the same house as Micah so that we can work together um, more conveniently. So we this is our designated ghost roots day. Actually, we do ghost root stuff every Sunday. Oh, wow. This is our work day in, a, in our office in our house we have an office oh, in here. Yeah. and so um every sunday or whatever i'll you know i work pretty late the night prior so after i get i don't know about 300 milligrams of caffeine in me and some 
eggs, a lot of eggs usually. Um, I'll like kind of crawl upstairs and tell Mike I'm ready to start. And she's already woken up. Um, she doesn't have to stay up as late as I do. So uh, she gets an earlier start in the day usually. So I'll crawl upstairs on uh, all fours and ask her to, she's ready to work and then we'll get to work. And then we just sit down in here and we have this big sound bar speaker that I plug into the computer and I've got two monitors as well. And Mike has got her laptop. And so we have um, any number of combinations of the storyboard and the script um, thrown up on you know the computer screens and we're listening to whatever music in the background. And then we just kind of work through. Um, we, this latest one that we're working on, I'm not going to reveal too much partially because we're keeping a little bit of it from Steven. He doesn't even know everything that's going on in here. Um, we, uh, we kind of just, uh, divvy up what parts of the stuff we want to draw. And then I'll be like, oh, I want to do these guys on this page. Cause I think it'll be fun for me. And then we'll be like, oh, well, you know, Michael will be like, I don't want to do these. Cause I think it'll be fun for me. And then it, um, it, it works out. We're actually making really good progress. We're like halfway through basically um how, uh, so. how, can, I, can I ask a question real quick on this process yeah i need to know how you're preparing your eggs um usually <laughs> oh, damn it. usually um i don't sometimes they get scrambled i'm trying to learn how to do eggs really easily on a cast iron because i'm scared of the heavy metals and the um and the non-sticks oil uh, not butter oil, oh well, you not shouldn't butter. be scared of the heavy metals and non-sticks that can't do anything do you it would I have do. to get to like insanely high temperatures to give you a minor flu and or a headache. It, it doesn't really do much. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true. If you're scraping on the nonstick, you're going to get Teflon in your body and it goes through the blood brain barrier. So, um, which is my main concern. Also, uh, it, the, the, I do use oil. Good call. I do use oil um, because I'm trying to minimize my dairy consumption, except for cheese because I eat a lot of pizza. Um, I still have, I usually eat about a, at least a pizza a day. Um, the, pizza doctor away. The that's right. It does uh, pizza a day. Pizza's the doctor. Pizza doctor away. Um, the uh, the eggs are usually fried, um, and I try not to break the yolk. But it's difficult on a cast iron because we don't have like a little cast iron spatula or excuse me, a wood spatula. We only have a wood ladle, and I don't like using the plastic head ladles or spatulas. Excuse me, because um, they, they melt off. And so they they all have, um, slanted rough edges where you can see the black shit of the plastic has come True. off somewhere in, yeah. inside of the skillet. And I don't want to eat that. Chopsticks. What about chopsticks? I'm considered as doing chopsticks because that's just a bit Using of Using a chopstick to scrape the eggs off of the cast iron? Yeah. No, oh, you're in the cast iron now. Sorry. I didn't hear that. Part. Yeah. I thought we were, no, I, mean, I was still I was thinking the... about the Teflon. No, if I, was I thought the Teflon, teflon was chemically inert in a solid state, though. I didn't think it would do anything if you're eating Teflon chips, although you shouldn't make a habit out of it. Why not? Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was chemically inert. Hold on, hold on. Right, hold it's on. solid. Silicone. Well, I'll eat them right now. Is this, is this silicone? Silicone. Ruben, there's only one way you have to eat Teflon right now. I, I, this pan, I, I'm going to need a $10 reimbursement. I know our podcast ain't making money. Francine ate raw cheese, but you won't eat Teflon. Yeah, that's wow. It. Yeah, wow. Raw cheese well isn't said. real. Well you have to cook milk to make cheese. It's not a whole fucking lot real concept. I'm hearing a whole lot of excuses. <laughs> Ruben, you, could be, you could be the new Teflon. Dog. Oh, what kind of oil are you dare you stand where she stood? Um, whatever <laughs> oil we've got. So vegetable oil or olive oil. oil. That's what's on hand. What I mean, kind if, you're of using it, if you're using it to cook an egg, it's not going to do a ton. You know, just use a regular. 
canola oil. Well, corn oil is just like it's super. Corn oil and corn oil are pretty trash. I'm just, I was gonna just advocate for some nice olive oil, but you need well, to yeah, do it. I'm not doing it for the experience. I'm doing it for the nutrients. And but you can also get stick. nutrients from the oil. If you're eating like a corn oil, you don't want none of that in your body. That doesn't really do anything. It just gives you butt leaks. It's a very. You know I don't have that experience actually. Typically from the corn corn oil. I'm, oh. not, I'm not getting yeah. a lot of butt leaks. Yeah, it's I think gonna, that's a it's gonna happen. Problem. It's gonna catch that up. Sounds like a, that sounds like a Ruben problem. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we want to talk about my. A, I think we've learned a little bit about Ruben's corn corn eating habits today. If you want yeah, my corn eating eat, habits. Yeah, maybe you should eat less corn, Ruben, and hey, it might not leak out of wait, your butt. Have you been eating more frozen corn, Ruben? No, I haven't gotten more into frozen corn. I tried it one more time. Is like maybe it is a fun anytime snack, and it's still as okay as it tastes, but it's not a fun experience to me. I think you really have to grow up with that to really consider it's, the tech. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, viable. Just, it's like it's just like oh, I'm in the freezer. Might as well eat a little bit of corn. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> sneak a little corn bite. Look to your oh, right. You're eating, to your you're, right. Eating the, you're eating the the corn kernels frozen. We just right yeah, out, we, yeah we, right out of the freezer. We had a like we a had a moment on our show previously where uh, uh, our other hosts and I were discussing how we like to eat. That was the corn. Francine episode, actually. Yeah. That oh somehow yeah. That came to light that that was a good time. And we, and, we uh, Ruben was like, "Are you shitting me?" There's no way that eating a frozen kernel of corn is good. And then we yeah, got I thought it was like a I thought it was like a raw cheeser kind of ideology of eating frozen corn, but it turns out it's kind of legit. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this we uh, do the pages. Snack hour. And then, um, <laughs> Thank you so much, pal. Anyway, we draw the pages, and then uh, we uh, I still haven't really figured out how to do tablet stuff. I haven't taken the time to develop the um, hand-eye coordination necessary to get really comfortable doing um, digital uh, inking. So um, all the art that I do is um, just uh, pen and pencil and paper and very occasionally some sort of like marker or something. I haven't painted anything in, in, in I don't know, 10 years probably. Um, maybe, maybe like eight or nine years. But uh, after we- Why don't you paint anymore, pal? It's expensive and uh, difficult. And I've, I've spent um, 19 years learning how to draw with a pencil. And so I haven't taken hardly any time to learn how to paint. So. Anyway, getting into a, a particular medium, or was it just kind of uh, yeah, the pencil. painting's fun? No, I mean for the painting part, where you like acrylic uh, oils is going to be where it's at, and then you kind of just fell off. No, I had to do it for uh, school. I, I have uh, in Texas several years ago. I, I lived, I spent most of my life in Texas. Uh, oh. They made art classes mandatory high school credits, so um, I took um, I don't know three art classes, and. Uh, I had to paint for one of them. So I did some acrylic painting and I don't even know if I did any oil painting. I don't remember hardly. Hey, the class blocked most of it. Oh, I don't okay. actually remember a lot of um, most of my high school years. So I probably could, I tried, but I'm not trying very hard. So anyway, um, and also it's expensive and uh, it costs a lot more and requires a lot more setup and attention and, and everything that um, drawing does. Uh, it's a real, it's a real paint in the ass. Fuck you. That's right. Fuck uh, you. No, no. What were you thinking? No. <laughs> the, other thing, the other thing is that um, there is the the result is is uh, more direct and requires like uh, fewer transmutations from uh, with, with regards to drawing with a pencil or a pen. Um, and you put the pencil down, and that's just what it looks like. 
it doesn't really do a lot of uh, transforming afterwards or prior. Um, painting requires a lot of playing with the paint. Um, when I am drawing something, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, I want it to look this way. I imagine in my head what it looks like as a drawing, and then I just copy that, which makes drawing really easy. Um, <laughs> I, that's a very accurate way to describe like being good at drawing, but that's also a really funny way to like just tell someone to just imagine in your head and fucking draw it. Dip yeah, shit. I mean that's that is <laughs> you know it 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 is super. Um, it actually really is that simple. Um, yeah, you yeah. just have to it the the part that it takes all the time is figuring out uh, that you can do that. Um, but and and then figuring out yeah, I mean you do have to figure out you know when you're imagine you have to get good at imagining the drawing. You have to align your muscles with your imagination. Yeah, but as long as you're, you know, if, as long as you can imagine what the drawing looks like accurately, you know, what the finished product is going to look like, um, then you're fine. Like I've drawn, I've spent a lot of time drawing under the influence of psychedelic drugs. And um, that's a lot of fun because I don't even have to hardly do any of the prior imagining. I can just trace the hallucination on the page. And, um, and that saves me a lot of time. Um, do you need like a tracing table for that or is it really just as easy as it sounds kind of like drawing on like a phone or a tablet uh, no a tracing tape no for the hallucinations yeah Ruben yeah. <laughs> no. no they come out of my brain yeah so. you're hallucinating yeah under the influence of the psychedelic drugs that I mentioned them good old things so I take you know, I'll take drugs and then I'll start to have uh, hallucinations. And then if it's something that I want to draw, I'll just look at a sheet of paper while I'm hallucinating and then I'll trace what I can see. There are static images that you hallucinate. Well, I mean, not, yeah, no, they're definitely not static, but yeah. Um, Ruben, just do mushrooms. Yeah, I was about to say. I do that. I'm straight edge for life, never doing any drugs. Well, um, anyway, so. <clears throat> uh, retracing after the uh, after the page is inked um, typically what happens is I'll run up the street to the um, I'm giving you too many details about the geography of my house um, I will <clears throat> run up any number of streets who can say the street ho 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 um, to a uh, to a FedEx ever since you know I can't go to the Kinkos they bought out the Kinkos so there's no Kinkos anymore. Uh, they're yeah. all FedEx Kinkos, yeah. Yeah, and I think now they're just FedExes. Oh, that but, makes yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But they used to be FedEx Kinkos, and now I think they're just FedExes. I see. Uh, anyway, I just go up to the FedEx and then I pay a, an obscene price to get it scanned through the big scanner because I'm usually drawing on um, what is it? I think it's yeah, eighteen by twenty four sheets typically. Okay. And so I'll run up the street and I'll scan them and then I'll I'll be like, hey Steven, look at this. And then I'll send it to Steven. And Steven is uh is you know talking about his skills uh, in production. Steven is really talented at uh, image manipulation with all kinds of stuff. So he's really good at um, peeling off a bunch of static from the image. And um, it, it, it's really great, it's really exciting because I have had issues working with people in the past who've offered to edit my stuff in post and they're like oh there's lots of little lines here and um i'm like yeah you're right do put them all in there and sometimes it, it i'm sure it can be frustrating i don't ever do any of that stuff so i'm, I'm not speaking with holistic perspective in this regard but steven is really good 
at figuring out where all the little lines are, are supposed to be. And he, and he's really good at cleaning up all the junk that I don't want in there and, and, um, intuiting the, what I want it to look like. That's another, that's another reason that it's so much fun for me to work with Steven is because I also really like comic books and that's, um, why I'm here at all is because it means that I get to make comic books. So, I mean, that's not the only reason, but mm -hmm. the opportunity to make comic books is pretty great. I've, I do some stuff on my own that's outside of, you know, I, I do a little bit of writing and I, I've, I've, you know, done some comic books for, for myself, by myself, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, getting to make comic books that I have a little, I have a, I have a book in my house of, of comic books that they are ghost Street's comic books. I have an issue of enemy one um physical copy that I'm, I'm not in actually uh but it's like oh wow i could be i am in the next one that's pretty exciting or i'm in the next one yeah, that. i did want to i did want to jump in to clarify that like Powell, Powell and francine and lauren uh came after we made the first one and it's not like we like we just kicked niggas off it it wasn't like Powell just oh. wasn't invited to oh yeah no i mean i assumed as much that it was just a time time thing. i was drawing too many huge leaking penises and they're like hey we can't put this one yeah in this issue we have to we, we were going to, to. did you say you were drawing huge dripping hogs yeah big big huge dripping hogs That's i lifted right. i lifted a bunch of um dripping hog drawings from the borders of the margins of high school homework and stuff like that and uh was like can i can i put this in the in the first issue and they're like yeah yeah and then i was like okay and then they didn't and it was like this huge issue and i was like where's well you guys left out the dripping hogs that i did for There's the comic actually, book it's funny you bring that up because there is another person in ghost roots who we didn't mention it and it's a contractor uh, who we have you know up, up in North <laughs> dakota that uh all of us you know compulsively draw huge dripping hogs on and it's their job to you know do some pro pro post processing before the book gets made and to just you know tastefully edit them all out yeah, which yeah. is kind of a huge pain in the ass to me, but it's a very it's like a, noble job of that of that noble. Very thankful, very thankless, honestly. Yeah. Steven, who's the Steven, Who's the guy? Was it an X Men guy? Well, oh, I know what you're talking about, but not well enough to speak on it. There's some guy. Stephen and I are always like, "Wow, wouldn't it be funny if we if we smoked cigars over light desks in the '60s with our cute hairy arms hunched over?" And we're like, "Ah, I got coffee rings on my Spider Man. We 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 want to be we want to be Ditko really bad without well, maybe not Ditko specifically, but um, yeah, we, Ditko esque. Ditko. You were gonna say like without being a weird freak, and then you started thinking about kind of and you weren't that like. Yeah, yeah. So we want to be some Silver Age. We, we would like to be some Silver Age comic guys um, in the in the 60s and stuff. I think it'd be really funny to be um, bitching and moaning about Stanley all the time. Um, yeah, you want a big mustache and shit. While he's alive in the next room, I think that'd be really funny. Um, yeah, I like when it was like foreman shit. Like at the time, it was like very much like there's this like fucking audiobook that we listened to like about like what what it was to like make comics at the time or whatever and it's like a dude who like was like a contractor and then just was like gotten like a big fist fight with his boss and was like ah, i'm off of this and then he like walked down the street who were like the marvel offices were and he was like i want i i can move a pencil around and they let him do like fucking like seven years of like 
Yeah. Namor. Like it's a different time. So yeah, we we bring this up because um, there's a guy who uh, because at you know at, in 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 Ditko esque fashion, there you know a lot of guys that make comic books are freaks, and uh, they can't. They're just huge freaks, and they can't always control how much of a huge freak they are. And there's this guy who was just like drawing boobs and pussies on all of these guys and, and wieners and stuff. And he'd like send the pencils in and the inker would be like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> again, you drew the nipples on these guys. You drew. And he would be on. like, well, then just don't ink them. That's what you're here for. Just yeah, don't do that part. Yeah. And it's like, so why did you, <laughs> why, why did you do that? That's just for you. That's just, he did it for himself. Want- and, and the answer is, yeah, he definitely, yeah. he definitely was just getting off on drawing them because if you are, you know, in, in this time or whatever, you know, back in the day, you know, you were doing this ungodly amounts of time, you know, you didn't have time. That, that's part of why these guys end up as freaks is because they look at paper all day instead of going out and talking to people and stuff. So he's like, yeah, you know, he's probably not getting a lot of um, boob and vagina action in real life. So he's got to engineer Boob and vagina action on the page. Damn, well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. That's. A, that, I imagine that's an art. That's a struggle of many. Uh, many an illustrator. Absolutely. Anyway, so back one more time. Uh, I send. I, I scan these things, and I pay probably I don't know six bucks a pop per page, which is pretty frustrating. And I scan these, and I send them to Steve. We were like, doing all that. We got to get you one of the like one of those scanners. What a huge cost. one! Come on, man. That's yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. We'll talk. We'll talk shop later. But okay, um, I'm just finding out now. You're paying six dollars to do that every time, and I feel like a dickhead now. Yeah. Well, I, I go in there. I'm like, man, I hate having to do this, but my draconian tyrant boss <laughs> forcing me to scan it like this. And the guy's like, oh, you know, we have like a free one that jacks you off and sucks your balls over <laughs> here for free that you can use. And it, it's 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 free. If they got that FedEx money now. They got that FedEx money now. And I'm like, no, no, I'll do the I'll do the shitty six dollar one that kicks me in the ass every time. Um, I think you should right. use the other one. All right. It's it's one drop of blood per inch or whatever <laughs> per square inch. I'm like, fine. Anyway, uh, I, I scan those and I send them to Steven and I'm like hey there's this page and steven's like wow that's crazy and then he fixes it up and then he sends it back to me and he's like what do you think of this and i'm like wow that's crazy and we go back and forth telling each other wow that's crazy until it's done which is um from what i understand basically how every other aspect of the of the outfit works is is people going wow that's crazy back and forth over and over until it's done damn can't confirm damn that's wild Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, that's really good. This Michelle just put in the chat, Jake, break time check. That's a great, that's a great place for us to break if y'all want to take a, a quick one and then we can do a little bit more if you're good. Recording in progress. Yeah, I think y'all get a y'all get a thing. It doesn't Everyone, show me anything like that. When Everyone I gets it. a thing. Everyone when I click it, thing, when I click it, I get a very small indicator in the corner that barely lets me know I clicked a button, and that's my UI review of Zoom. Okay. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's get stuff. that. Get that to the top. Zoom. So we were people. just discussing if you go to Little Caesars, you have to order ahead and get the extra most bestest pizza. It's one more dollar than a hot and ready pizza and i get the nacho cheese to dunk it in because Ugh. it's more cheese 
and it's nice you can dunk your crests in it. That's insane. Hey, I just want to let you know. Hey, I just want to let you know the idea of like, oh, it's more cheese doesn't apply. That's it, if it's you a make different like a, cheese. Yeah. Well, okay, hey, what I, were you <laughs> blaming for your butt leaks earlier? By the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Listen, with a certain oh, boy, amount of cheese. Listen, I don't eat cheese. that much. You pizza. know more cheese. Just because I dunk pizza and nacho cheese, you don't have to judge me for being Mexican. That's kind of hateful. <laughs> I'm just, I eat a good diet. I eat a nacho lot of green beans and that, broccoli. I eat nacho. a lot of tofu. My meat consumption has dropped 50%. I'd be eating tofu three to four days out of the week. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to yeah, hear it. Nacho cheese is a Texas thing, by the way. That's a Tex-Mex thing, not an, uh, an original Mexican thing. I thought Mexico was Texas before... You know, they got Annex. Is that the word? Uh, uh, no, it's, they actually, uh, Texas actually seceded from Mexico, which is why all the stuff with the Alamo happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. Annex, well, annexation would, yeah, annexation is the doesn't inverse, sound like or, Mexicans seceded from Mexico then. Uh, well, they I'm were Mexican, the NATO. Uh, they, they were Mexicans like while mm. before they seceded. So, Ruben, you not, can't just say not Mexican. When we question your dipping your if you're pizza, in Texas, nacho you're cheese, Ruben, <laughs> Ruben, Ruben, don't listen to anyone. You can always say Mexican anytime anyone. Mexicans to, invented nacho cheese. Critique any you wouldn't of have any of the tech. You wouldn't have the salsa. You wouldn't have the queso. It's not a Texas product. I'm reclaiming okay. everything but, California and Texas have sure. ever made. Sure. Let me try it from this angle. I go to Subway and then I crack open a thing of cottage cheese and I dip it in. And I take a bite. It's more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cottage cheese, I'm a cottage cheese, cottage cheese is good and cottage cheese has yummy good for you uh i wasn't saying it wasn't good it. i was saying that the more cheese rule doesn't stay who i who's who is it is it me and you or is it or, or, or is it you and them which way is this one going? i'm with you man i'm with okay. you man. well then, right, fuck, will it be you. here so what if you All have right. like a veggie delight sub I'm and you, on dip you it like right on right. That's not what you said. You didn't say the pizza was geared around it. You said any old motherfucking pizza. You'll I'm dip talking that about shit, your subway situation. You, I, that was an analogy to what you said. I wouldn't do that. Why couldn't it be box. something that's real? Why do you have to make up fake shit? It sounds like you're making because up a sandwich to get mad at. Because he's he's doing he's, he's spinning this analogy to illustrate how silly the nacho cheese is. Bow. We're in hour four. This sounds hateful. <laughs> Dipping pizza in nacho cheese is a cross-cultural exploration. I think it's just fusion. Ruben it's made fusion. It's exactly. also convenient. Now. They have the cheese at it's Italian. It's Italian Mexican fusion. That's you right. can't just be gross and then find cool names for it. You can't reverse engineer America. America absolutely disagrees with that statement. Yeah, America says you can absolutely be gross and yeah, and every and everyone loves when they do that, right? It, it we have a double bet. Actually, the guy that <laughs> you, up, uh, you just described. Accounts. You just described the double down. It which is a gross thing with loves. a cool name. Right, the double down, the which name, is the oh, center no. of what we respect about food, right? It's true. Oh. It is. A, it is a sandwich made of meat. Steven, they're not reading everything. It's a solid cheese on the pizza, out. and then you have a liquid cheese to dip it in. It tastes different. different. Why? Cheese vectors. In the same way that you would have to have any air guns with the guns at different heights, so you have oh a wider God. range of fire. 
you're Man, hitting. You are way. You're oh spinning way out of control. No, no your no. own people. Your own people. <laughs> this is what we pay. This is basically why we have him show up. To be fair, because uh, he's no. I would no. I would. What I would say is, uh, I'm always okay. comes back to anti-arab placements I'm, with you. Yeah. I'm, what What I would <laughs> Wait, say. Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. What? Not just any air emplacements. It's also on like biplanes. Oh, I heard. Guns. I heard. I heard anti air horizontal line. Whew. I was like, Lauren, what? <laughs> no. Uh, I I would say dipping rules are. I wouldn't dip the the meat and the cheese as is the the way of the the sicko now, uh, especially the garlic thing, like a we garlic were and butter. Garlic butter. Before yeah, we began recording again, it's intense. It's intense. Like I, I don't do that. It, my heart just feels clogged afterwards. However, if it's just the crust, I think it's any, it's anyone's game. It's you dip it in even something with nacho cheese. If conditionally, conditionally, if it's the only thing you're dipping, these with. are different fucking things. That's not real butter in the fucking. <laughs> in the shelf stable packaging, you think, that, you think that's Carl real? <laughs> ranch packets. It's not. But it is real nacho though. cheese, right? This that, is real nacho cheese, though, which is to say, it is flavored and orange, okay. <laughs> like even nacho. If even, oh if doing, even if you're only doing the crust, you've just had an experience of pizza that's still in your mouth. You get done immediately with the pizza. You're like, oh, I'm gonna invite nacho cheese into the situation. Hey, whoa! You're also, oversimplifying. Even if you get past, you're oversimplifying. Even if you get past that. Who just dips bread and nacho oversimplifying. cheese? Oversimplifying. Okay, take, then complicate yeah. it for me. I could no take a sip of my sparkling water. You don't have any continuity because you're like, oh, it's nacho cheese because it's it looks like nacho you know, cheese, but it's not it's not butter just because it looks like butter. Where is the line drawn? Hmm. Everybody, I mean, everybody needs to get their own cheese here. First of all, what Michelle said is also not what you were doing. You've now glommed onto her thing because you realized your yeah, ship was sinking. Got, now you're I've trying got... to talk about crust. I've got condi- yeah. But no, he said I'm crust. A, he said I'm crust. Very, he I said crust. crust. It's all a part of the experience. You it. You don't eat the pizza only with the nacho. You can choose. You can dip the pizza sometimes. I dip the tip of the slice sometimes in the nacho cheese. That's mm-hmm. okay. So now we're back. Also, to the crust. Thing. How soon we so forget? No, yeah, that does happen. I didn't say that doesn't happen. How how soon it's we forget? Both, how soon we forget that at one point there were only like really two dips you could do. It was like an excessive marinara dip, and there was the garlic butter dip. At one point in time, in the late 90s to after September 11th, you could dip in ranch. <laughs> dip in ranch. Oh, oh, oh people no, still do is, that, Michelle. Still still they still do it. Hot. They still ranch do it. Still hot. Yeah, from, from, that's from America. New Mexico, from at least New Mexico to, to Washington State. Both, I've worked in pizza yeah. places at both. But we didn't start with ranch. From Atlanta, from Atlanta, Georgia to Seattle, Washington. I've seen motherfuckers dip in ranch. And that's 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 hip to shoulder and cleft and twain. You're looking at a full, you're looking at a broad ranch uses. But like there were there were wide ranch spectrum. There were dissenters because it's like, why are you introducing dairy? We've got dairy covered. I mean, yeah, it's I don't, I don't, for the I don't personally enjoy ranch. Well, the, I mean, part of why that was introduced is to is to um, do damage control for the failing dairy industry, which is why the U.S. Ad Council introduced the Got Milk Ad campaign. That's is, what's is, up. Is to combat is to combat the rise of veganism in Y2K era millennials and stuff like that, which which is redundant, I guess, right? All millennials are Y2K era people. But, yeah. Um, the yes. Got Milk, 
Scott Milk stuff and the and the rise of extra cheesy mega cheese type shit was to combat the rise of veganism and uh, because people are like, wow, wait a minute, the milk looks like that because you bleach it. And it's fucked up because it's fucked up because the way food subsidies work in the country, they're like they're trying to constantly sell you something where the price is like on an upward arc, like which I mean, that's also why you know that's why the 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 entirely astroturf like nerd geek culture bacon craze happened right is because yes. massive mountains of bacon surplus that's why i think geeks started pushing all that shit is because they're bought out they're paid off it's to it's to engineer it's to astroturf and interest in in uh like a cultural shift towards bacon and and surplus dairy products which is also what ranch is right ranch is designed to ranch is designed to minimize waste ranches buttermilk and and all sorts of other gunk that got scraped out of the bottom of the milk barrel or whatever in the middle. But every racks. time, every time there's gunk, like you said, cottage cheese earlier. So what does the gunk bring to the table? Well, you got well, that cottage, cottage cheese, cheese ancient. but you got that tang, but you have that tang. That's true. So like it being introduced alongside, yes, yeah, Subway or whatever. Yeah, it's super old, but you have a little bit of tanginess with it, with a dairy product. Like that's its fucking ace in the hole. But with, with nacho cheese, that's that's fucking that's Velveeta. We've like, we've got we've got four we've got four four to five years until like maybe uh, Reuben is the default American cheese. Now. You know, hey, I hate this is Not never so me. This is Not never so. me. You know, Stephen contested this. <clears throat> I'm never doing this. But I should we should we rein this in? Yeah, that is no. a first for Pal. But I no. maybe yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm letting it Ranch fly dressing. because it's because uh, it's cooking. just kind of it's kind of interesting. But y'all feel free to change the subject. I mean, y'all want to stay here? I'll stay here. I, I I I wasn't sure how to segue out of it, so I was just letting it cook. Uh, but hey, we now we now we made it. Now we made it. Italian Even dressing is overtaken by question. ranch. What about that? I'm gonna. No shoot. one's not no, asking the real face. question. No, everyone, no. look away. <laughs> look away. <laughs> I'm gonna, is, shoot, I'm gonna shoot my boy for the, it's for the good of the show <laughs> Ruben, uh, we love you no well uh, i'd say uh as a final sort of sort of coda i think i think ruben ruben's nacho cheese dipping four to six years from now will be a, a default posture as far as the long arc of dairy goes like does it make it right though look you know? look Look, like, you know, all progress is progress. Now, is it the progress in the direction we'd like it to be? You know, not necessarily. However, it's progress nonetheless. You know, I, I in my heart of hearts, I, I would love way more agrarian living. And so, like, I wonder how to square that with, like, taste sensations that said you're gonna have to do it like a mouse style elimination of people like ruben uh duly noted i'm gonna i'm writing that down we say mouse <laughs> is it, we say mouse is it like uh like a mouse or like a no, mouse, mouse. mouse style jesus christ yeah no partially deaf in one ear i'm like it's from, all, it's from all that dairy you're eating, you know. Yeah, there it is. Your, there it is. All that cheese, all that nacho cheese. <laughs> Fucking Christ! Uh, for for the record, I, for the record to the listeners at home, I have not consumed uh, nacho cheese with pizza. 
uh, in that context. I have, I have had pizzas that were novelty style pizzas that did incorporate nacho cheese. I see not alongside. Yeah, you get there that it pretzel is. pizza, and then instead of tomato there it sauce, is. nacho there cheese. It is. There it is. Yes, I did it in reverse. I fucking reversed that whole deal. Yeah, you dipped that in marinara. <laughs> you it's dipped like, it in marinara. What do you mean? Yeah, you just looked around confused. Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Is it legal? Uh, and that's where we're at. Uh, in terms of output that you you folks have done, Ruben actually owns <laughs> one of your jackets. Uh, it yes, looks, I was it waiting looks pretty for the fresh to come up. Oh, I didn't know Ruben was an owner. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. The, the Meteor V2. I don't know the name exactly. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I remember. It's a great jacket. And Let me go I, put I, it on, and I'll commentate me putting it on. All right. <laughs> Give it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a review of the week style cloth cloth feel. Uh, in terms, <laughs> he's, term, he's going to get entirely too into that. Uh. That is that is. We have so much faith in Ruben in this chat. That's what we fun. just spent fifteen <laughs> minutes on pizza. We cannot bring report of the week into this. No, it's fine. All right. What's up? I'm in the jacket. All right. Good job. Uh, in terms of clothing, <laughs> 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 terms of clothing and and what you, know you got. What? That was a good bit. Well <laughs> terms of, in terms of clothing and, and what you guys would like to, to put out uh, beyond beyond like jackets or whatever, what's your what, what what do you guys sort of mesh on in terms of, well, of style and aesthetic? Uh, you know, that's funny. Uh, that kind of ties into sort of what I was talking about prior about collaborative efforts. My actual first contribution was... Um, ended up being on some t-shirts and slurry. A bunch of my friends have them actually. And so I get really excited whenever they're wearing them. Um, I did a rendition of the mimic and Steven was like, Hey, I love this. And this was actually before mm -hmm. um, I was officially in the outfit, right? This is uh, Steven and I have been buddies for many years. I started talking to him on Tumblr and mm -hmm. um, because I found um, I was in love with this comic strip that he had done that is unfortunately i think lost to time are you talking about murder mouth i'm talking about murder mouth yeah that and we have fun. we've we've spent a lot of time digging for it and it is gone uh which is tragic to me but i've done a lot of murder mouth art and i've done uh like four or five pages of a murder mouth storyboard that yeah. is going to happen mm -hmm. eventually um but uh, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Murder Mouth, quick aside, Murder Mouth is, um, is uh, like an anti-hero type character. Um, he wears um, a t-shirt and basketball shorts. And um, I threw some like, uh, like some thermal leggings on him. And he's got a big afro and he's got a nasty grill. And he um, <clears throat> fights this guy who might actually be murder mouth instead i don't really remember which of these guys is murder mouth because i think it's that guy is the bad guy, the guy with the, yeah the guy with the big hinge trap okay off. there's a big there's a big giant evil um marcellus wallace should knight type super yes. villain character who has like he's dressed like bison without a hat you know and he has this huge giant metal 
jaw like um like a guy from dick tracy basically yeah or like a he-man trap jaw situation yeah absolutely and he's just a big nasty evil villain guy and the premise of the comic that from what the two of us have been able to remember in unison is that uh the hero guy is like the last hero guy and he has to go up against murder mouth and his and his evil bad guys or whatever but i was in love with this this comic I, i thought it was just the coolest thing ever and um and so i started talking because i used tumblr a lot as i i can guess most people in here did and um and so we've just been talking we've been talking you know back and forth a lot and um you know down the line i met a couple other people um through like uh a uh a discord channel that was in like the same sort of um a, a, you know adjacent to this to the the ghost roots like cabal or whatever it was just like people in that you know adjacent to that social circle and stuff and you know started talking or whatever and i was like wow the mimic what a cool idea because i saw a bunch of the um the graphic designs that like mike had worked on where it looks like um you know like a venom label or something you know that you see on the on the tank on a snake's tank at the zoo or something (laughs) and i was like wow great design because it is it is a brilliant design and i was like i want to draw this guy so i drew this um I drew this, uh, I drew this mimic design and I, I sent it to Steven and he did this fantastic work cleaning up all the static on the page with, cause there's lots of lines cause there's a robe involved and a machine gun and stuff. And, uh, I see was like, this is great. Can I put this on a shirt? And I was like, yeah, I would love you to put it on a shirt. And then I got, um, I, I actually, I don't have it on a shirt, by the way, I don't have it on a shirt. I'd like that on a, Steven write this down. I like that on a little crew neck, please. Like, and, I got it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> But uh, that was that was like the first direct actual um, collaboration that I had produced anything for. Before that, I think I dressed up in some clothes. Oh yeah, oh. if I can, if a I, little I, yeah, yeah, I did. If I can speak to that, um, the conversation that got had was like, uh, I I when when people stopped using tumblr and we made the jump to twitter um i would see powell on it just doing wild shit he would like make a burger and be like listening to like the song from the matrix and then he'd be like eating the burger and it looked like he was having a fucking cool time and he had a cool life he was like a cool guy and i was like this nigga fucking rules and i want to do something with this dude but as far as i could tell all he does is like chill but like i don't know and so i hit him and i was like yo we've been talking about the death the rob korea amino version is what it is the matrix song he's talking about that's real that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was not a random exact those are a series of three videos that pal really did make and that i did see and sent to micah before micah even knew who pal was and i was like this dude is wild as fuck and uh i hit him and i was like yo can we like send you some shit and you just like exist in them and you send me like pictures of it so that we can use to like tell people things and whatever and he was like yeah um come to find out like a year later he's like tremendously a better artist than me and just didn't mention that he drew at all and there was no evidence of it on his twitter or else i probably would have just asked to do that but that's that's (laughs) so you were like you weren't even like a person who was like tweeting about your art or whatever. You just got hit up. No, by I Steven. don't usually. Yeah. You just got hit up by Steven and we're like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. yeah you well, just had flavor. I, liked, I, yeah, I just like the, I just like the stuff. And I was Hell like, yeah. I, I, Hey, I like this stuff. And so Steven was like, uh, off of my flavor, I guess was like, uh, <clears throat> uh, get some of this, do some of this. 
All right. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the look of the clothing, I guess, in fashion terms, it'd be kind of, it'd be kind of thought of as like, say, and I know I might be fucking botching this, but it's like menswear sort of like it's, even if there's it's an just for men, that's right. It is, it is just men's clothing. No, no, no. It's we like don't do any sissy bullshit. You're, no you're skirts, gonna like the way no you dresses, look. Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't do we don't do fitted baby doll tees. We don't do um, uh, no brassiers or anything. It's, that, but that's it's, for women. Like like it like like it at Zenith. It could be it could be like quasi androgynous uh, based on like what it's incorporated into. Didn't say about it. Honestly, but, but yeah. like we've we we've got the comment that uh, I can't remember who it was. If it was a friend of mine or something that said that Ghost Fruits is perfect non-binary fashion. I was like, it is, yeah. I'd I mean, saying, yeah. Well, well, no, Let's because always in terms in terms they won't let me put any more monster trucks on it. But I'm I can't. I can't like uh, I can't comment in the first person. But if there there there's a sort of if there's ever one that's riffed upon or like given shit, it's like sort of the weird wood nymph slash fantasy slash bordering on costume look. Whereas this is like, if you, if you look at a lot of her clothing folks, it, 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 it seems more focused on the, the sort of print and also uh, sort of visually striking sore eyesore sort of sticks out in a room. Uh, quality which is not uh, it's like it's like four steps beyond the height beast where it looks like its own thing very nice and uh, is it, is it okay if i jump in real quick and, and yes, just, yes. I, I can do this real also quick. ribbon mute when you're moving around like that <laughs> you're in oh, trouble right, now. just gonna sneak that in there just gonna sneak that in there uh, um waving i'm the just finger. i'm stealing from bait that's it yeah, I, oh. I I look at Bape and I'm like, hey. oh, that's fucking crazy. What if we did that for us? It's I just like Bape a lot. I like the Nego I mean, guy yeah. from Bape a lot. I'm just doing that bit. 100%. Shout outs to Bape, you know. Shout out to Bape. Yeah, yeah. Nego, if you're listening to this, you, yeah. you're not. But if fucking if you learn a language and the first thing that you decide to do with it is listen to this podcast, I'm stealing from you. So yeah. you're welcome. No, no, that's. <laughs> a great a, a great deal if not most art in some way is you know being derived from other things and so yeah it's an unavoidable to air quote steal so it's yeah like, i mean that, that's fine i mean i i that's that's like an oversimplification but it's vape like- is like vape is like i've looked at some of the prints and like in the back of my head, it, it's like a it's like a kill phrase, like Shin Fubu is basically some of the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, actually. It's like what if Fubu incorporated Ooh. prints into their shit? That, Shin Fubu babe. is a really good way to articulate babe. That's that's the only way I can think of it, quite honestly. Yeah. yeah. I I I think what it is 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 more like just uh I, the thing that I, the, the thing that I'm stealing from Bape, rather than there being like any analogous pieces or whatever, is that I like, uh, it's it's very like a, for for being like a brand that has like as much shit going into it or whatever, it's like real hype on like a, like bootlegging shit, like deliberately, like fucking yes. the, 
Yeah, the patent for the Air Force One, there was like a brief period in like 2001, 2002, where that like lapsed and fucked up and BAPE went into production on making like exactly that, but like a bunch of the shit was like different. Um, and that just like, like the stars and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, the BAPEs. And um, that's fucking hard as fuck. And then they started making like a, uh, like these these watches that were really nice um, that are just like kind of biting a Rolex, but then adding a bunch of shit. Um, like, I don't know. There's like, um, I think it's like probably always moral to scrape from like the very, very top of the top like that. And I think that um, more than I'm stealing from Bape, I guess it's more than I'm stealing uh, an ethos that it seems like Bape has to where it's like, I've, I used to watch these like videos where like I would like give you a tour of his house um, and all of it was bait shit. Like all of his shit was bait. And it kind of, the impression that I kind of got from it was that he would like, look at all of the items he had in his life. He was like, Oh, I, I like want that, but it's like my thing. And then he would, um, make it. And ideally, I guess that would be the deal for me where it's like, uh, if, if I have gloves that I like pretty well, but they're like, I, I would rather be able to put all my shit on them and have them be perfect for like my flow. Um, and uh, I guess that's what uh, the intent is, is to make. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. You mentioned air force ones and Nike, uh, an article I was reading recently uh, from input mag uh, is, is one where it's basically about Nike ramping up lawsuits. The, the little Nas X thing, uh, recently with the with the custom designed Nikes, the, the yeah. satanic ones or whatever, is actually part of a sort of long-term response to that original litigation. Uh, there's a guy, Warren Lotus, who kind of has, has done custom takes on the sort of format of the shoe, but Nike has been sort of arguing that the proprietary design is like their intellectual property, even though like Warren Lotus's design uh, is it deviates uh, a whole shit ton right down to having a completely different logo. Uh, and it's, it's interesting, like, like sort of that you mentioned pulling from it in that way. Like, I don't know if you're, you're actually, your actual clothing articles, like bite the, the physical frame of it or whatever, or like all the stitching, et cetera, all, the, all those minuscule bits I'm not even going to fucking pretend I know about, uh, but like, I, I do, I do like that sort of uh, boot bootleg ish uh, slash clearly derived from an original point of reference. Uh, like there's, there's one ceiling for any new work I'm going to have to be mindful of. Uh, if I do anything post the pervert where uh I use some of the characters. Remy and I kind of basically have the agreement where we're, we, we, we kind of co, co-parent our intellectual property. So we're both free to uh, work on that as long as we are vocal and talk it out between the two of us. And like Remy's thing is sort of quite a few of the characters she drawn have a have a, of a striking resemblance to existing intellectual property, shall we say, but it's, it's sort of reinterpreting that. And it, it, it was, I think a lot of it was what drawn me to you, to you guys and your, your, your early work. And 
and you know your current output to this day uh in terms of in terms of future output uh i'm looking at some of your collected stuff uh, your 80 pagers and stuff which are basically like uh god i'm trying to think of uh it's like 80 page giant is what they would call it in traditional yes you know, you know, in traditional comics, a very, uh, a very thick, yes, a very thick single length issue. Yeah, and big old, big old fat boy. Like, what in terms of in terms of your future comic output? Do do you ever do you ever see yourself looking at say, uh, like big publishing, or at the very least, like, uh, sort of a big graphic novel? Do you think that's something in your wheelhouse, or? is is this format like this is what works for us and this is this is like where we're at and this is how we feel at the moment can i grab uh, this one? Oh yeah hell yeah please. oh damn okay uh, uh yeah we got plans um yeah one of, the, <laughs> one of the things that steven uh steven and i talked about a minute and now all of us are kind of on the same page for and what okay. uh, powell referenced earlier with uh with mimic is uh, we want to, nine people is a fucking battleship to try to maneuver uh, to get towards one thing. And it's also uh, a lot of people to divide money up. And as far as like being able to sustain this with each other, we want to be able to kind of share the wealth in a, in a I don't know, more a, a better way for us to get more out of what we do. Um, so we've developed, or at least kind of, uh, I don't know, put on the chalkboard a number of smaller kind of, I guess what we could call imprints within Ghost Fruits, where there's fewer of us uh, kind of sharing a similar sensibility this kind of meshes with the with the point that you uh floated earlier about you know where do we mesh on certain things and a lot of us have some things in common um some stronger than others uh and and there's there's ways that those things manifest especially with the loadouts on some of the comics that each of us make but mm -hmm. in the future what we want to do is make uh more smaller books uh, with fewer of us in there that get added into the overall ghost fruits collection um and those were, are going to be sold at a, at a lower price point. But then it's also, you know, I, I guess a more focused and more kind of, um, I don't know, more magazine-like. They can come out more often um, and, and be kind of like directed towards one kind of sensibility. So that's one thing. And another is that uh, there's a, a number of long-form graphic novels that uh, I am writing that I am absolutely going to push to the group and see what they want to do with it. Um, so, yeah. Working that's, on them. One yeah. of them slowly. It's, exactly. it's been a long time, but there's, yeah, we're 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 hey, we're in this. We're getting <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's five or six like bigger things. There's I, I mean games that we're that we're thinking about making, um, but yeah, it, it it is going to spread out and diversify. We've never wanted to do just one thing, and even the one thing in the one format. The thing about us is, and what's so fortunate about all nine of us having such different sensibilities, is we can do anything we want really like lauren does rigging for uh, a lot of different things whether it be games or vtubers i work on music uh powell does a lot of commissions on his own steven uh also does a lot of commissions and is also just like all around he could push out kind of i don't know anything he wants really uh clothes especially is his, is his main other other gig so i don't know there's a whole lot of other shit going on and we're uh, comics was kind of our first platform as far as drawing each of us together and then getting a following but from here i don't know we there's going to be some seasons of enemy and there's going to be some stuff in between those seasons it's going to be different that i don't know i'm really really excited for another another thing is that um you know like our ability to 
to talk about big publishing publishing stuff is that um i suppose and i guess i'm putting this on paper by saying this there is uh, a certain degree of um dubiousness to the with regards to the legality of the stuff that we're writing about steven and yeah. i have kind of been loosely very loosely working on a uh an adaptation of um a classic uh 80s 90s children's show tv hero w- with ecological themes mm-hmm. uh, and uh that one you know not everyone might sort be of happy. sort of leader of the earth you might say yeah there's there's like some he's yeah exactly there's an earth leader type figure um who uh commands um the forces of nature from the uh earth and uh you know not everyone might be really okay with with that well well because like yeah like he commands like elements and stuff and he might also like at, just off the top of my head, like he might command uh, like Nestle CEO Ulf Mark Schneider's like organs out of his body and all yeah, over like a so room. Fun. Yeah. And maybe like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe image doesn't feel like we should make like explicit calls to action to like run into the Nestle building with like a bunch oh, of guns. Hmm. All right. Maybe they, I'm saying they might not like, I'm saying I, they I, don't I, think I, that you should say I, Michelle like can that. tell you probably whether or not they would. Right, real, real shit. Okay. Uh, what I would say is, in earnest, uh, uh, every uh, if, why I mentioned it earlier is uh, everything in the pervert uh, has never received a legal challenge ever. Uh, and the, mo- the most most uh, there there's a character uh, in in <laughs> the the when I worked in a chemical plant thing that may or may not resemble a very large red dog of, of some report uh so like so like if if he fucking cleared a hurdle uh who who could say where 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 y'all fall that said image is also i've i've seen so many videos videos and like angry comment threads from you know bad faith actors where they're just like inferring all of this inside uh, hand wringing and coordinating against uh, certain comic fans or whatever—they're just gassing themselves up and just seeking naked clout. And at the end of the day, I think the most—I've never met a person from Image in person, and we've only communicated through emails. And all of the emails are so quick and fast and easy. Uh, but uh, that's not me shilling for Image. There's a bunch of, if you ever go with the publisher, yeah, I'm always saying this. I would say. Like, what do you, what did you fucking put out a book in image? Yeah. If you ever, if you ever put, it doesn't have to be image necessarily, but if you ever, if you ever go with a big publisher, make sure you retain your shit as your intellectual property. And so you, you, you retain all rights to, to merch and fucking, uh, I don't know adaptations or whatever. If you want to do like, if you're even, (laughs) I don't even think that's something that even fucking works for what you guys do. It's your your whole deal is like no, 
there are a million of us. Let's no way. This is this a great question. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: not. you get you get a you get you get a you get a blank check, and now you have to make the blockbuster big budget Ghost Fruits movie. Uh, I'm gonna sell all I'll of it. Ethan Hawk anybody, and, and I'm gonna keep all of it. I'm gonna leave these niggas in the wind. Oh, that's oh. listen. Folks, folks, some rare ghost fruits news at this moment in time. Oh, breaking. Before any contracts are signed, I sell Before all the rights con- to everything, the image. They're not used for anything, but I get paid in advance. I use that advance to change my phone number. I move into the mountains. Niggas can't get a hold of me. Whole thing's ruined. Tyler, the creator, nigga. Ah. The, the plan is whoever the Chinese holding company gets in contact first is the one who's going <laughs> to make out with the bag at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. You're in the pocket of big God McFarlane now. Like, would we even need to get with a big publisher like that in the first place? Like with all the it, self-publishing options that there are that are like available now. Part, part of the game is also uh, media access and then by transitive property, uh, getting circulated, being featured on shit, occasional pod appearances or... Uh, you know, like Spider-Man someone in vote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, basically Tara McPherson is like a comics, like sort of publicist person. And her whole fucking job is just chilling in Ireland, uh, calling, calling comic places or whatever. And like also sort of getting the, the person she's working with as a publicist to engage with this person or that person in the promotion of the book. It's, I'm not saying that's what you guys want to do, but like that end of the game is, it was, it was a lot at once, but it's, it's interesting. Like, uh, I, I think, (laughs) I think by virtue of the size of, of ghost fruits, it would be funny imagining that and like all of you rushing around doing that (laughs) in addition to comics output, et cetera. But that's one person. (laughs) I think you all should start a TikTok house. Yes. I mean, you're, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. Yeah. I will say, yeah, yeah, we are. this is kind of circling back, is that um, one of the things that makes this whole thing work and a lot of things that breaks a lot of people up is uh, I would call some kind of emotional buy-in, mm. whereas it's the act of it that's the priority mm. uh, and, and the enjoyment of doing it with each other. Uh, Absolutely. That, that is number one. That is number one. And the money... Yeah. The money has gone historically to, hey, somebody's short on rent. Somebody needs yeah. food. Somebody needs yeah. fucking headphones. And so the money is for, I mean, obviously none of us are sustaining ourselves off of this, but it's that. Yeah, we can all be Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah old, old unemployed and in college me. Yeah, the number one thing, and, and people have asked this in the past, like, uh, I mean, we used to get this more often. It's like, hey, can I be in it? And it's like, no, if you want to be in this, that means you need, to, you need to do it on your own because we shouldn't be doing... Everything can't turn into one thing. We need plurality yeah. is the first mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it's um, that, uh, yeah, what you need to do... Haters. Yeah, <laughs> and we do hate you. No, just kidding. Um, is you need to care about each other more than you care about the money or anything that's going to come from doing the work with each other. Oh. You need, you well need, said. Yeah, and then, and that's many many hardcore punk and metal bands have the same ethos. Yeah, and I other mean, and other bands as well. It's the heart of it's the heart of 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 DIY. I feel like especially as a mm-hmm. collaborative effort, where 
it's i mean how much a diy is really about the money at the end of the exactly. day you know yeah um but yeah so that's it if that's you know one huge takeaway that i was hoping that people could get out of this is like those should be your priorities if you want to do something that acts like us yeah i i, I will say not to like tell tales just for the sake of doing it but like uh michelle mentioned it earlier or whatever and there are exactly two times ever in the span mm -hmm. that we've been doing it where someone specifically was like hey I want to be in the thing. How do I get in the thing? And then we like talked to them for a while and like hooked it up and then like how, whatever. And those are the two people who are not here anymore. It doesn't really, that is, that is the common denominator yeah. in those situations. And it don't really like, I don't like when I see a thing I see a lot when I like look at any kind of forum for anything is a person who pops out and is like, Hey, I'm trying, who wants to start a collective? I heard Brockhampton got that shit popping off Kanye to the let's go right. sign up. Yep. That will never, ever, 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 never, ever one time in your life work. Not ever. Right. Not, not joining it. it, not starting it. It will never, ever work out. You will yep. do that shit for like two months. It'll fall apart. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, I think for this pod, for example, to, to point of reference, uh, like knowing, I, I think, I think I've known Jake and Ruben and, uh, several others, Lauren included, uh, almost, uh, 15 years now. Uh, we, we straight up, we straight up would not have done this or worked on this. Had we not had that time investment or known each other for as long as we did. It's a uh, true collaboration in my eyes is like, uh, is like just like a, a part of the schema of a, of a long running relationship and uh, affectionate relationship uh you know do you have your your sort of in way in which you communicate with one another and and have output uh when you decide to do that it was like i'd known these guys forever and like i was just like i, I want to bring them into the stuff i've done it by my my uh life and like incorporate them into that because it was just like they'd been there every step of the way uh so so i definitely i definitely feel that part of the motivation when, when i talked about the stuff earlier i.e publishing this or that or whatever it's just like also uh i, I always think about that in terms of like do, do you work with somewhere someone else or is it just also like you know at the at the same time fuck if we did enough things we could just put this out out ourselves physically i spoke to carter in an episode before and Right now, she's pretty close to like having her own uh, permanent new office in which she puts out comics. I'll probably be able to follow up on a project I want to work on uh, with her publisher pretty soon. So it's like, that's the thing. It, those are sort of the choices you make. And like, I, it's very interesting hearing that response. Like, no, it, it's about it's about the, the output, not the... Uh, material motivations for it which is ideally uh where you get some of the most interesting stuff it, this has been god yeah now it's 2021 now you start around like 2013 or so like yeah it's a uh, it's like a decade now so yeah like, yeah so it's like, about it's about getting to make comic books for me right like i said that before it's mm -hmm. for me it's about you know i i remember my dad was really into comic books as a kid. My dad's really old. My dad was really into comic books as a kid. My uncle was really into comic books. I remember 
getting so excited every time I'd meet my uncle because he'd give me this big collection of these brilliant, um, these brilliantly assembled Hal Foster Prince Valiant collections. Or my dad was buying um, these like 10 piece uh, Marvel reprints from the Barnes and Noble that came in the glossy silver colors, mm -hmm. right? You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Yeah, yeah. like essentials or whatever. Absolutely. And I would read, you know, and, and, and then I'd also get, you know, the big, fat, giant, huge um, black and white reprints instead that weren't colored, you know, like volume one uh, or four. Yeah. Those, those, one those I remember a lot. And, I, and, and, you know, I have always, and I, I remember, um, I remember getting in trouble uh, with my dad because I did like a four page comic book adaptation of Warren Zevon's Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner as a kid and it was too violent and had too many curse words and stuff and he'd be like hey you can't be doing this because I was like seven or whatever so comic books have always 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 just been a big deal to me I think it's just a really just a it's a cool ass fucking thing to do and uh and so getting to make a comic book is chief for me you know that's like I don't care about getting rich off of it um, I don't care about, you know, whether or not I'm going to rock with an image guy or, or whatever the hell, or a dark horse guy or a top cow guy, although mm. that'd be cool, but you know, it's Yo, like, whatever. shout outs, shout outs, top cow. But <laughs> for me, it's like, for me, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm making a comic book. I'm making a comic and I'm making a comic yeah. book with my buddies. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's what's top for me. Mm. Top cow I, for me. <laughs> I I think also like uh for me like part of uh the importance of like uh these being like people I've known like a super long time and who were already a part of my life in a way that wasn't dependent on um uh us doing this or whatever is that like uh even if because I don't know it's hard to thread as it, like as Michelle mentioned it's like hard to uh, like a like a big intimidating thing whenever we have talked to publishers is that it's like nine people like that's a lot um but like, uh, I don't know, even in a situation where it's like one of us goes somewhere and like does some shit or whatever, it's not like I, that all comes back. Like if I get a job some fucking where like inking some shit for some nigga for what it is like, I'm I am in that building trying to like find ways to get shit out of the building to like bring back home. Like it's not like it's it's a it's a thing that kind of supersedes what like contracts and shit like mm -hmm. say a little bit um i mean and, i yeah. can't i can't enter i i'm in jake's brain right now and he's thinking about the line from pop star where he says you know the rizza can go off and make his own oh album. yeah god <laughs> but he's still he's still a part of the wu-tang clan yeah. or like yeah or like, like, or like how liquid Ghostface swords Killa liquid swords is a wu-tang album yeah he does yeah. his own thing but then Yo, he's part food. of the wu-tang clan <laughs> yeah, or like awesome. or like how jizza also goes off and does his thing but then that he's still part of the wu-tang clan that is 100 it like yo i this last year i got i think we have used that exact analogy yeah exactly internally like, i got into streaming and was doing all these shows and shit for this like twitch network that was unaffiliated but it's like you put the ghost roots on the end of the shit if like if you're a part of it i put out my meat all my all my albums and i tag the ghost roots in it because that's what it's from. I'm representing. Steven used to say, like, Ghost Roots is a helmet you put on whenever you do anything. And uh, nice. And yeah. that's and that that's how it is. You're just wearing wearing the I don't know, just the suit of it. And whatever you do, that's part of it. And it's always gonna. Yeah, you're the juggernaut. You're the Ghost Roots juggernaut, and you're gonna bring it back home no matter what. Um, <laughs> and the, I, I know. know I, I know why he said that. I know. <laughs> 
but uh yeah i don't know that's that's the ethos you know that's it okay it's because you're magneto i mean do both helmets like shield against mind control yeah well because the juggernauts uh, juggernaut is xavier's brother and then magneto (laughs) wears the mind shielding helmet because he's i got pizza in my mouth sorry is because he's you know he's nemesis with with xavier so true okay all right all right i think we should kill all mutants charles can charles cannot get in all their heads ruben what did you say i said we got a jacket update i got into the jacket a long time ago if y'all remember that part yeah yeah it was a great review we remember what was that <laughs> so, stuff about hey what was that stuff about the mutants i'm still in the jacket <laughs> i put the hood over my eyes i've been sitting here the whole time you're a big attack very titan comfortable. Fan? we got a <laughs> we got one feedback about the jacket is that it's the pocket's not the deepest pocket i can get a gun in it and i could aim the gun from the pocket but you okay. can't pull oh from the we do yeah ruben is your live gun demonstrator yeah, on ruben. the jacket ruben and, is and gun pilled gun ergonomics yeah. um, pockets not deep enough. it's comfortable um okay. so utility c minus Sure. Um, <laughs> the comfort, the comfort's high. We're talking like a, at least a B plus, maybe it's a, a comfy a. ass jacket. We're getting my a, we're arms, getting a, we're getting my arms get hundred percent sweaty yeah. in this material, it's and a, my arms are breathing right now. It's great. We were fucking. Uh, we were modeling that shit for like promo photos, and I put that. I was like, Ooh, I want it. This is like a little sleeping. I need a pillow in this thing. I'm Take a little nappy. Nap nap. Yeah. What's what's fucking insane, and wasn't like deliberate or a thing that was like. I, all ev- everyone in Ghost Fruits is has like d- d- distinct silhouettes. I would say, like considerably, like you can tell who all of us all in the dark. Yeah. Um, all of us wear the exact same fucking size on that jacket. There is one size of that jacket that fits every single goddamn person on Earth, and I do not understand how. Three well, X. It is a huge jacket. It's a massive jacket. We, but no one, no one is a quadruple X in Ghost Fruits yet, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, even okay, but even like the length of the sleeves, like hits. You know, you know, you you can have it. You can no, have it. No, it's it's I'm it's sorry. true though. I don't wear. I wear. I wear an L, and those sleeves come up to the right exact spot. And all every single one we shipped out is a three X. I can read my watch. I can read my watch in, in these sleeves. It's a weather landing. This is the loudest jacket I've ever heard. There's like a fucking. Oh, you're in the jacket. We're all in the jacket oh, right now. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I feel so very warm. Cold. It's very warm and oh, cozy. Like, is this a oh my god. This jacket's. This jacket's. We... Oh my god. How did we all fit in here? I can't believe this is a this is a huge jacket. It smells I had like. To, a... I had to tweet it, Sheeta, three, three times to get my jacket. I kept saying, "Send me my jacket," until it came in the mail. <laughs> I had to sew the tags on, and I'm really sorry. I resent that I was really I, that I was one of the last people to get the jacket. I know you mm. sent out other ones first. No, I don't feel bad about it. Way. Don't feel bad about it. I made sh- I made sure you were the last one. I'm like it's looking to my up. left and my right. She saved the best for last. I said I said put this on your slowest plane. We're <laughs> 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 wheeling this one in. <laughs> I said I need this one to travel at, at the speed said, of uh, yeah. She said speed that can wait. <laughs> she said that one Take can wait a day before you move it. it, or if you don't make it by winter, you eat each other. Yeah, it smells like a Mexican man in his early thirties in here. It's incredible. They just that's that's I'm the ghost fruits next promise. Month. Oh, oh, hey, 
Hey, happy birthday next month. No, it's about to be one of us. He's going to make a fucking meal of that. Wait a second. It was my birthday a week ago. Get out of here. Stop stealing my birthday clout. Your birthday's over. My birthday's begun. Happy birthday, Ruben. Not yes. Don't don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. It's next month. He gets to he gets to he gets to make a meal out of that shit. You are my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, we're already in the coat. Don't 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 give him any more. I'm zipping the coat. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) All right. Well, here all here all together in this massive massive goats ghost fruits jacket we're all wearing uh, we're all would, wearing matching pajamas and we've got, what, group. what what would ghost you all like fruit. to leave us with as ghost fruits uh, considering that we are in the wrap-up phase of things here and we're all snuggled together in this comfy comfy yeah 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 tell clothing. us uh tell us anything you have do, coming out in the future uh, do uh, fun shit with your friends oh, do yeah yes. with your friends yeah fucking enemy four halloween Day, right. specifically yeah oh that's what's up yeah. Enemy enemy three out not that long ago, 20 days. Ghostfruits.com. Yeah. Get it. I heard I heard it was pretty successful. Oh yeah, Honestly? tremendously so. Like yeah. like c- compared to like the first, like there has been like an iterative uh thing with like all of these that <laughs> That's is like great. Uh, yeah, it's weird. The whole thing's yeah. been weird. I think that I'm still uh stuck in like the first phase of us doing it, where it's like, oh niggas don't and god blah blah blah. And then like uh well, like, like the thing with the jacket, like in seriousness, the reason that happened is because we made fucking five of them and we were certain that we were going to struggle to sell those. And then uh, those went in like a fraction of a second. And then we were like, I don't, and then a ton of people were like, yo, shit don't work. Ah, where's your jacket? Ah, blah, blah. And we had to like order like a whole bunch more. Um, that happens like a lot. That happens with like everything that we've released. We're like, I think that we don't know how to scale uh, like our mindset to, to where anything like oh. is now I mean, in the future I, 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 I you know i can confer to you a guy i i may know a guy oh you know i guy? would love to know a guy all right uh fucking one more time i, I want to read i want to read us all down all right yeah ghost roots is the mango we have steven we got talk aka frank we got me sheeta we got uh, Francine, the person faces. We got James, the cat lord. We got B. We got Lauren, Garbo Trash 3D. We got Powell, the centipede. S9, all of us. At Ghost Fruits, if you want to find any of our links to Twitter, go to our website. Fucking, th- we got a lot of friends. There's a lot of friends out there. You know what? Follow follow Alex Pierre at Lil, at Lil Baby Powder. Follow, follow That's the Ivy. homie for sure. Follow Ivy at Bloodsat. Follow, 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 follow the tired demon, Gigi the nemesis. Follow goddamn uh haven the vintage foods there's so many people there's so many goddamn people out here making extremely good art who just they they need they need eyes we got to give them eyes absolutely as lauren Lauren said you know go go and make good stuff with your friends i'll say one one last thing um well two things you know if if you if you're listening to this and you don't draw and you are thinking about drawing it really is as easy as that thing I said earlier. I'm not going to repeat it because you're going to have to go back and listen or forever lose the secret. And then secondly, um, the secret to any other further production that of anything that comes out good is that you have to um, believe in the uh, merit of the, of the thing that you're doing. You have to trust that whatever you're doing actually could be good and you have to do it for yourself. You can't do it for other people. Ooh, damn. 
intense. Uh, Very well said. Yeah. All right. Not to not to run long. I'd say uh, just as a coda here again. I'm really into the word coda lately, Jake. I don't know what that's about. Uh, sipping on that coda. Mm, fresh diet coda. Um, what I'd say is, yeah. Uh, what's so interesting to me about Ghost Roots is again, it's it's a it's a nine, and I think at one point, yeah, ten or twelve or. 17 groups, <laughs> 17 person group of, uh, with a lot of collaborators, people uh, that I had worked with in the past had collaborated with them. And like the, the crazy thing is like on paper, this should not work. And it's worked for, uh, you know, nearly 10 years. And what's the glue holding that together? It's, 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 uh, it's, you know, believing in what you do. Uh, you enjoy what you do and at the end of the day like maybe that's enough for for genuine genuine unfettered art I'd say this is this is the stuff where you still feel like you see a wild animal like out in the fucking wilderness as opposed to people sort of uh, folding or changing the shape and contours of the work to fit into an existing mold Uh, why why I've been, you know, fixated on this and why friends of mine uh, for years have joined them is just like, it's, it, it, they just keep putting out work and not only do they do that, they like put out stuff they genuinely enjoy. There's no gun to their head. Uh, like, uh, in my mind's eye, yeah. That's, 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 the, that's the best, that's the best case scenario for collaboration. Oh my God, my fucking leg. And on that note, uh, I'm Michelle Perez. What the fuck? Uh, that's Jake. Uh, there's Ruben. We're inside his coat. And uh, this has been working on it. I'd like to thank my guests again at Ghost Fruits. Thank and, you, Ghost uh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Super y'all have a, thank y'all. Thank y'all, you. And on that Bye. note, y'all have a great night. Bye.